parental discretion advised. So don't move your motherfucking switch. You retarded. This civilian talk. If you listen to that bullshit, that ain't even smart. Have you spewing out fake news? Get you ripped apart. But dismiss the P.I. and this civilian talk. Hey. your boy Mr. P.I. coming straight at you, bringing you that civilian talk. Please wake up American news because if we don't wake up today, we may not have an America to wake up to tomorrow. You feel me? Listen, man, you know what I'm saying? It's fucking crazy out here. You hear me? Listen, I'm literally looking around, uh, checking out the situation, you know what I'm saying, on all fronts and shit, and it's not good. It's not good. You got entertainers talking about why they Worship the devil and all that shit. Your kids is watching these people on TV. Now you understand why when you was young, all the old heads called the shit you was listening to devil's music and shit. It makes sense now, right? You know what I'm saying? I mean, bro. We knew motherfuckers been selling niggas was going to sell their souls for a long time over this music industry shit. And a lot of people do. They sell their soul, get in, make a couple dollars, and then end up dead. Just... You know, mysteriously, just wake up the day dead, you know. But today we got a uh, Hannity on Joe's Biden. Joe's been hiding, you know what I'm saying, uh, press conference he just had and shit, you know what I'm saying. We got the five on that same press conference. We got Tucker grinding up that same press conference. You know what I mean? We got some Jim Pisaki. We got some Mark Dyson shit, you know what I'm saying. We uh uh, overrun with the legals. California allows foster parents to house up to 26 unaccompanied minors. Nigga, this shit is crazy as fuck. They left a voicemail like, nigga, how many beds you got? Nigga, hurry the fuck up. Get the PBPs ready, the PBPs. Like, what the hell is a PBP, Mr. P.I.? A pot belly pedophile and shit. Coined by my man Alex Jones. PBPs. PBPs. Pot belly pedophiles and shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we got some Nancy, uh, nervous Nancy Pelosi bitch coming up. You already know, you know what I'm saying? Americans uh, tell shock CNN reporter they don't want the fucking vaccine and shit. I mean, dog, I mean, it's not rocket science and shit. You, you should be able to fucking figure this shit out if you have, you know, two working brain cells. You shouldn't want the motherfucking vaccine as well. But hey, man, I mean, again, I'm just Mr. P.I., you know, and... Some of y'all are Mr. and Mrs. Peon and shit. You know what I'm saying? Can't wait to jump in line for the COVID vaccination. You will be tight group with the COVID vaccination. You know what I'm saying? And y'all niggas gonna be motherfucking slobbing up that. Y'all gonna be throwing up that green shit and slobbing purple shit. You know what I'm saying? But it's completely up to you and shit. You already know we got a massive cargo ship blocking World Trade. I tell you where that's happening at and shit. You already know. And there's so much more, man. You already should know how this show go and shit, man. Very insightful, very motherfucking uh, informative. And uh, I advise you not to move your motherfucking switch because we're going to come back on the other side and get it popping, you feel me? Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for coming through, you know what I'm saying? Thanks for sharing, supporting the motherfucking sponsor in the show. Please continue to share, support, and sponsor the show. You can find us over at civiliantalkpodcast.com uh, if you want to donate to the show. Uh, you know, check out any of the instrumentals we got on here, you know what I'm saying? If you want to 
You know what I mean? Check out any of the articles. Just slide over to civiliantalkpodcast.com. Remember, we not censored on civiliantalkpodcast.com. You know why? Because we own it. <laughs> no partial fact checks over here. You already know. Don't move your motherfucking switch. I love y'all to death and shit. It's your boy. So we worked together. We stood fast. We held the fucking fort down. We defied all odds. You understand what I'm saying? We pumped the website. We put the information out. We giving you the opportunity to wake yourself up. You already know it's your boy, Mr. P.I. Bring you that civilian talk. Please wake up American news because if we don't wake up today, we may not have an America to wake up to tomorrow. And that seems more apparent every day. When you listen to this show, all we're doing is trying to make you realize that there are things happening beyond your control. There are information portals that you don't know about. There is people plotting on your demise as I speak. You understand what I'm saying? All we're trying to do is bring you that information so you can prepare yourself for if and when some bullshit jump off. You understand what I'm saying? Take your motherfucking ass over to civiliantalkpodcast.com right now and learn about what the fuck we're talking about. Go to the World on the Street page. See what the fuck we're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Scroll all the way to the bottom of, 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 of the home page. Look at some of these videos that are very fucking important for the future of you your kids, your family, my kids, my family, all of our well-being and humanity as a whole. CivilianTalkPodcast.com. 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 Please support the show. Please share the show. Please sponsor the show. CivilianTalkPodcast.com. You can do all that from CivilianTalkPodcast.com. You are a fucking snow. It's your boy. In the year 2020, we have seen COVID lockdowns, mandatory COVID mandates, COVID vaccines that kill people, COVID vaccines that maim people, COVID vaccines that sterilize folks, all mandatory in the name of quack science. But only here in the Twilight Zone will you realize that upside down world is not only inevitability, but it's a reality. No now means yes. Yes now means no. Upside down now means right side up. Being good now means being treacherously bad. Being bad means being unquestionably good. You will understand that here in the Twilight Zone, only those who capitulate survive. They want to track you and trace you. They want to maim your children. They want to sterilize you and your children in the name of science. Here in the Twilight Zone, there is no mother. There is no father. There is no sister, brother, aunt, or uncle. 
there's no identification of male. No identification of female. All in the name of tolerance, diversity, acceptance and inclusion to push an agenda of dehumanity and transhumanism. Only here in the Twilight Zone will you realize that living is an afterthought to capitulation. You have Karens that want you to wear masks all day long. You have Sir Karens that want to fight you if you attempt to get breathe fresh air. You have presidents that want to overrun your country with illegal immigrants. Although you have a 95% complete border wall. You have vice presidents that cackle at the idea of immigrants and asylum seekers are being raped, ravaged, and murdered. To reach a country that is so far away that it can be thought of as out of this world. You will hear more, but only here in the upside down world. The upside down world we call the Twilight Zone. So we back, you already know, man, you know what I'm saying? Yo, what is good with you motherfuckers, man? Listen, I tell you, man, I, I, on this show, man, first of all, give glory to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. You already know if you're not Christian, just thank whoever you believe in, and it's all good. We on the same page. We on the same team. You feel me? If you don't believe in nobody, I advise you to find somebody to believe in really fast because uh, hell is awaiting. Uh, but, uh, yeah, man, on some real shit, man. It's fucking Trey Bazaar and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, remember back in the day where old heads used to be like, look, I ain't listening to that devil's music and shit. And you know what I'm saying? Through time, it came out that people were actually selling their souls, like the Mitt Jaggers. And there's a lot of motherfuckers out there that literally said, you know, they sold, they felt as though they literally sold their soul to the devil to become, you know, famous. You know, a lot of people say you got to pay the piper at the end and shit. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, but in the meantime, you get to be remembered for the talents you have. Now, understand that the devil had the most beautiful voice in heaven. He was the he was the the, 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 the musician of the family, so to speak. So when musicians come out and make all this money and got all this talent and it's honed and they you start seeing them take part in devilish wish rituals and all that shit that's because it's you know there's there's definitely a high probability these people are partaking in devilish activities and shit you know what i'm saying uh the young nigga that do the old town road i'm gonna take my horse to the old town road i'm gonna ride until i can't no whole fucking straight for noy ass motherfucking shit we knew that anybody that i mean he basically his first video he had a uh fucking hot pink all leather fucking cowboy suit with the ass cut out 
<laughs> Essentially, I don't know if the ass was really cut out, but you might as well say, I mean, rocking that joint, you might as well have had the ass cut out. What's the motherfucker talking about? You know what I'm saying? Uh, he just took like a photo op where it exposed him like getting fucked in the ass by what, what could be perceived as a demon or the devil and shit. Very interesting stuff. Very interesting stuff and shit. You know what I'm saying? The fact that motherfuckers could actually do this shit and with a straight face is pretty fucking alarming. But, you know, who am, who am I? Mr. B.I. Motherfucker. But, uh, yeah, man, these niggas is getting out of control. Out of control. You know what I'm saying? And they really, like, on some shit, like, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here. And his excuse was, well, fuck it. I really do worship the devil because people used to tell me I was going to hell because I was gay. Uh, if you read any holy book, it's not that people was telling you. It's that whoever wrote these holy books told us that you was going that that was going to happen to you if you know what i'm saying you was to partake in that bullshit you know what i'm saying so you know uh, it remains to be seen that's neither here nor there but you know what i'm saying this motherfucker claims to make devil music now our kids listen to this music and shit you know what i'm saying and when a motherfucker openly say you know uh yeah i you know i want to worship the devil that is very alarming and shit because obviously they believe in the devil and they believe the devil is their god. And if you are running around cock-buffing their music and shit, you know what I'm saying? Dick-eating their music, singing all their songs, buying all their albums, then subliminally, you are supporting the devil and shit. A lot of people don't get it and shit, you know what I'm saying? Uh, with it, uh, Al uh, Issa say, if he said, the prophet said, if you uh, soil seeds, if you plant seeds in... Uh, others eat from it It's a blessing and shit Well it's the same idea The seed is the message inside the music Everybody re uh, repeats the message inside the music In turn You know uh, Indoctrinating them into The uh, devil worshipping and shit You see what I'm saying So you see how that like plays on itself And shit It's kind of like a, a circle of life type of thing You know what I'm saying because they playing on your emotions all day. You know what I'm saying? They literally are playing on your emotions. They're laughing at you. They're geeking off you. They're trying to make it seem like, uh, you know what I'm saying, this is the way to go. And, you know what I'm saying, it's really not. You know what I'm saying? I had to, I, you know, I used to, you know, want to be in the industry and want to rap. But then when I realized niggas was getting their dick grabbed and their ass ate and they got to go to sex parties and all this kind of shit. I was like, man, that shit not the life of me and shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, from what I understand, online personalities or uh, 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 fucking uh, uh, podcasters and bloggers, they ain't got to go through all that shit. There ain't no super initiation. But if you want to be a superstar, you got to go through the super initiation. Okay. So with that being said and shit, it takes me to your man, Joe's been hiding and shit. Joe's been hiding is an indoctrinating us and initiating us into a cult that is beyond understanding and shit. Joe's been hiding is attempting to take us to hell. What I'm trying to drag us to hell. Why do you think they're doing all this transgender this and you know what I'm saying? They doing all that. They want everybody to be part of the same clique and you know what I'm saying? Everybody need to get down with the get down. Everybody should capitulate to what's going on next. You know what I'm saying? When in all reality it's selling your soul and shit. 
But you only find out that here in the Twilight Zone. You know what I'm saying? And it's really fucking, it's kind of nerve-wracking because I got, you know, two boys. I got a third boy on the way and shit. Thanks if you say congratulations. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he should be here next week at that and shit. And then I got two other boys, and they all got to grow up and try to avoid the stigma of being called a homophobe, xenophobe, transphobe. You know what I'm saying? And we already got to deal with the fact that they are African-American and shit. You know what I'm saying? So African-American, you kind of already got niggas on your ass. And then if you a straight African-American, you got a whole bunch more niggas on your ass. Because now not only do you got regular society looking at you like you're a threat, but you got the LGBT trying to fucking get you tossed in a gulag and shit just for being a fucking male and straight and not wanting to have sex with dudes. You know what I'm saying? Look up drag kids and shit. That should explain where I'm going with this. But uh, Joe's been hiding, had a press conference and shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh... You know what I'm saying? And it was terrible, nigga. The nigga was giving up on sentences. He would start sentences, talk halfway through them, forget where the fuck he was going, give up on the sentence, then sit back and blank 37,437 times and shit, and then fucking uh, literally just change the topic and shit. That's, yeah, I mean, uh, the president of the United States is supposed to have better co cognitive capabilities than that, bro. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that Joe's been hiding is our president and they getting ready to remove him. Kamala Harris is doing all the phone calls and having all the meetings that Joe's been hiding is supposed to be having and shit. You know what I'm saying? So Joe's been hiding is supposed to be on the phone with China and Russia and Ukraine and all these different places and shit. Kamala Harris is filled in all those phone calls. Why? Because she is the president in waiting. Who is the vice president in waiting? Fucking nervous Nancy Pelosi, bitch. You knew that. You know what I'm saying? The Speaker of the House is the third in line for the presidency. If you didn't know that, congratulations. You know that shit now. If you didn't know that shit already, you should be very the fuck alarmed that they are setting this 25th Amendment the fuck up. So what they doing is they letting Joe's behind fuck the country up. You know what I'm saying? At least from the sources I'm in the intel I'm gathering and shit. They letting Joe's behind fuck the country up. And then when the people ready to rebel... And move against that and shit What they're gonna do is They're gonna pull Joe's Ben And then put fucking uh, uh, Cackling Kamala In the place and shit And then she get to uh, appoint Her motherfucking VP Which will most likely be Motherfucking uh, nervous Nancy Pelosi bitch And then if they end up getting Kamala Harris out of there Which is a very likely scenario And shit Give her about a year To get her feet wet And then soon as she Don't capitulate They're gonna get They're gonna use Nancy To get her the fuck out of there Which in turn Will allow Nancy To become president And God forbid She just get Chuck Schumer As like a fucking vice president Or Hillary, Hillary Rodham uh, 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 Pedo Protector And shit You know what I'm saying Fucking psych Hillary psychopathic You know what I'm saying in that joint, then we really fucked up. Now, mind you, Trump wasn't supposed to be the motherfucking uh, president. It was supposed to be Hillary psychopathic. And what ended up happening was Hillary psychopathic couldn't motherfucking pull her motherfucking weight. She got motherfucking slapped, slapped around by Trump because they didn't think enough. They didn't think people was going to fuck with Trump like that. You know what I'm saying? Which was a, uh, you fucked up because people fuck with Trump like that. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, stories, 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 man. You know what I'm saying? So, and, you know, without further ado and shit, we're going to slide over to my man Hannity. And he's going to speak on Joe's Manhattan first press conference as the president.
Now, I think it was a terrible, horrible, and uh, fucking incredibly terrible, and uh, incredibly horrible. But, you know, some people might argue that, no, it was Joe's been hot and best pressure yet. You know what I'm saying? You know the how lefties do it. They don't see the actual quality of the situation. They just be like, oh, that's my, that's my guy, so I just got to defend him and shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not like that. Trump fucked up with warp speed, and congratulations, Trump. You fucked up with warp speed and shit. You know, but that's just me. You already know. Let's kick it over to Hannity. You already know Biden dazed and confused at first presser. Wow. Hi, welcome to Hannity. News breaking all over the place this Thursday night. It was like watching a train wreck in slow motion. It was. And put your motherfucking lighters up. Today, I'm smoking on some double mint. You know what I'm saying? It's a one thin mint, uh, one thin mint bread with another thin mint. You know what I'm saying? Uh, basically, give me a new strain and shit. So they two different uh, thin mints from two different places, and to create the double mint strain. So I created the seeds and grew out the seeds, and it's fucking popping and shit. I'm about to get it lit, and this shit is an upper, so I'm gonna be nice and popping for the rest of the show. And then I'm gonna smoke this thin widow. It's a thin mint. Uh, cross with white widow that puts you down and out like immediately. As soon as you smoke it, nigga, you ready to go to sleep. I can't believe I even grew that shit. I'm like, nigga, what the fuck? Did I really just grow some instant sleep? I, I should have renamed that shit to instant sleep. But it's an F1 and shit, and I got some work to do. But back to the news. Let's do it. Now, despite weeks of preparation, even fake news CNN admits it, cheat sheets uh, with 14-point font and, of course, a compliant media mob lobbing one softball question after another. As they always it, do. It uh, still was not enough for Joe Biden. The frail, the weak, the cognitively struggling, clearly <clears throat> commander-in-chief, or is he, did not do well today, uh, to say the least. His long rambling answers, his confusion at points making no sense whatsoever. <coughs> at other times, he became dazed and confused. He just stopped mid-sentence, just stopped mid-sentence, stared into space, stared into the distance. Yeah, this is your president. And the other thing we're doing, I might add, am I giving you too long an answer? Because if you don't want the detail. No, no, but I mean, I, I don't know how much detail you want about immigration. Maybe I'll stop there and finish. I believe we should go back to a position of the filibuster that existed just when I came to the United States Senate 120 years ago. Wow. So the Joe's Ben Hyden came to the United States Senate 120 years ago. I mean, is the nigga 120? No, he's like 80 and shit. He's like very close to 80, but 120 years ago. I mean, that's only 40 years before he was born. And he claiming he was in the Senate. Again, 40 years before he was the fuck born. Or maybe Joe's been hiding, been here before. What you want about immigration? Maybe I'll stop there and finish. I believe we should go back to a position of the filibuster that existed just when I came to the United States Senate 120 years ago. So the best way to get something done, if you, if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to... Anyway. Uh-oh. We're going to get a lot done. It is wow, the most pernicious Joe. thing. This anyway. Jim Crow look like Jim Eagle. Wow. I mean, this is gigantic. Y'all, man, Joe's is the f most. He just said the filibuster make Jim Crow look like Jim Eagle. What the fuck are you talking about, Joe? 
Joe, no, Joe. What are you, Joe? I'm like to be able to. Anyway, I'm. We're going to get a lot done. It is the most pernicious thing. This makes Jim Crow look like Jim Eagle. What? I mean, this is gigantic. What they're trying to do, my predecessor. Oh God, I miss him. Oh, he he misses predecessor. To be a joke, but it kind of seems like. Joe's been in the Senate 120 years ago. Oh, and by the way, who's Jim Eagle? What was that about? Don't playing know. the race card? Keep in mind, on almost every question, Biden referenced what appeared to be <laughs> numerous cheat sheets sprawled out on the podium in front of him. At times, reading directly from his note cards. Straight now, looking down. Now, I've been down, radio like, since 1987 here book, on Fox like. News Channel since 1996. Never in my lifetime have I ever seen anything like this before. Take a look. It used to be required for the filibuster, and I, I had a card on it, so I was going to give you the statistics. I had a you card. probably know them. Uh, that it used to be that, uh, the, it, that well, from between 1917 and 1971, the filibuster existed. There were a total of 58 motions to break the filibuster. All the things that relate to infrastructure. We have somewhere, I, I, I asked the staff to write it down for me, and they did, not for this, but for a, a, a longer discussion. We have somewhere uh, in terms of infrastructure, we have, we rank 13th globally in infrastructure. Our enemies are watching. This is embarrassing. Have you ever seen an American president rely on a book of cheat sheets? No. Before? No. Never answer a simple question at a press conference nope it is pathetic it's embarrassing and let's be clear here the compliant media mob was not exactly throwing joe any any tough curveballs at they all incredibly polite and kind layups and uh well we'll let you decide how far are you willing to go to achieve those promises that you made to the american people the perception of you that got you elected as a moral, decent man is the reason why a lot of immigrants are coming to this country and entrusting you with unaccompanied minors. Republican legislatures across the country are working to pass bills that would restrict voting, particularly Democrats fear impacting minority voters and young voters, the very people who helped to get you elected in November. At John Lewis's funeral... I'm sorry, folks. Let me point out... That those people didn't help get him elected to shit. It was China and fake ballots. President Barack Obama said he believed the filibuster was a relic of the Jim Crow era. Do you agree? Now, of course, Joe didn't take any questions from our own Peter Ducey. Not a shock there. Naturally, none of the other reporters even dared to ask about the wind knocking Joe Biden oh. down oh. three times, climbing up Air Force oh, One the stairs there. The wind knocked him over. Nobody asked him about his uh, struggles win. cognitively uh, or the bizarre scandal swirling around zero experience Hunter Biden involving an illegally obtained firearm and potential cover up using Biden's Secret Service detail connections. We'll have more on that in a moment. And of course, there were plenty of questions about ending the filibuster so the left can ram through their radical agenda. Biden responding by calling the filibuster racist. Oh. We'll tell you in a minute how many times Democrats used it. Take a look. President Barack Obama said he believed the filibuster was a relic of the Jim Crow era. Do you agree? Yes. If not, why not abolish it if it's a relic of the Jim Crow era? 
Joe? Successful electoral politics is the art of the possible. What? Let's figure out how we can get this done. What? Now, Democrats, Joe's party, Joe's pals, Joe's friends, I'm they confused, used the folks. filibuster I... over 250 times last <clears throat> year. Uh, so, Joe, was it racist when Democrats were using it? Nope. By the way, the same Joe Biden that partnered with the former Klansman to stop the integration of public schools. Really, Joe? I guess Biden was just following Al Sharpton's lead because Al Sharpton recently accused, oh, the two senators that said they believe in keeping the filibuster, Manchin and Cinema, of racism if they don't kill off the filibuster that Joe is now calling racist. Well, they used it 250 times, Joe. Are you calling your fellow Democrats racist? We need answers. And meanwhile, during a few softball questions about the crisis on the southern border, Biden, of course, took no responsibility and just blamed Donald Trump. And in doing so, he told one lie after another lie after another lie. Everything we're watching unfolding at the southern border can all be traced back to his decisions. He ended the stay in Mexico policy. He stopped border wall construction. He's the one that brought back catch and release. He's building the new cages, the plastic cages for kids that are on top of each other and now infecting 1,500 people. Take a look. 28% increase in children to the border in my administration. 31% in the last year of in 2019 before the pandemic in the Trump administration. It happens every single solitary year. There is a significant increase in the number of people coming to the border in the winter months of January, February, March, it happens every year. So we're building back up the capacity that should have been maintained and built upon that Trump dismantled. False. It's going to take time. Just like the lie that the wind caused Joe Biden to trip three times uh, going up the stairs to Air Force One. What he just said is a lie. No, Joe, this does not happen every year. No, it's not seasonal, as you are claiming. Uh, Last like month, the new Border COVID. Patrol, they intercepted over 100,000 individuals. That is triple what it was in February of last year. Triple in the middle of a pandemic. Now Americans are getting COVID from undocumented illegal immigrants <clears throat> entering the country. If they die, Joe, who do you blame? Thousands of migrants have tested positive for COVID-19. Many are then released into the United States. They haven't even been tested at all. A record number of unaccompanied <laughs> migrants are expected at the border this year. They're expecting a 20-year record. And it's all because Joe Biden dismantled the policies of Donald Trump that were working on the border. And, of course, he urged the migrants to come en masse to seek asylum. Did it on the campaign trail, one of the few times he spoke. But, of course, these weren't the only lies from Biden. He also lied about regular talks with Senate Republicans. That's a lie. He lied about Trump's tax plan. Another lie. Another lie. He lied about China. And, by the way, that was embarrassing with his own Secretary of State getting lectured and then apologizing to the that, communist Chinese on the issue of human is, rights. That's false. Uh, like the genocide that's going on there that they should have confronted. I mean, we can go on and on, but really, is anybody surprised? This is a guy known for plagiarizing speeches and just making stuff up. And this is why it's so important that the media gain access to, yes, 
what are overcrowded immigration facilities, the new cages built for kids, and it's now at a breaking point with real human beings stacked on top of each other in plastic cages. But according to Joe, there will only be transparency when he's good and ready. Not now, when he's good and ready. Take a look. Will you commit to allowing journalists to have access to the facilities that are overcrowded moving forward? I will commit when my plan very shortly is underway to let you have access to not just them, but to other facilities as well. Be able to have access to the facilities. We've obviously been allowed to once we move one, everybody, but we haven't seen the facilities in which children are packed together to really give the American people a chance to see that. Will you commit to transparency on this issue? I will commit to transparency, and as soon as I am in a position to be able to implement what we're doing right now, you'll have full access to everything once we get this thing moving. And just to be clear, how soon will that be, Mr. President? When, I don't know. When we got full access. Be Let's be clear. Let me tell you what this means. A gag order on people that work on the border. They're not allowed to talk to the press. You have to go through Washington and literally the media. It's a, a blackout. Not, no access whatsoever to translate. We'll let you in the facilities when the crisis is over. That is not transparency. That's called a cover-up. When one reporter politely challenged Biden on the ongoing crisis, yeah, as typical with this guy, come on, man. Well, come on, man. You take cocaine before this interview? Come on. Are you a junkie? Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very agitated. Take a look. Yeah, you're funny. You're so is what's happening funny. inside acceptable to you? And when is this going to be fixed? Uh, uh, that's a serious question, right? It's an acceptable to me. Come on. Come, come on, man. Here's the deal. Come on. At least he didn't ask her if she was a junkie. Meanwhile, Are you a junkie? Biden became so agitated. Come on, the man. Reporter asked him a simple question about whether he plans to run for re-election. Watch this. Well, my plan is to run for re-election. That's my expectation. Well, no. You also just made some news by saying that you are going to run for re-election. I said that is my expectation. So is that a yes that you are running for re-election? Look, I'm, I, yes. I don't know where you guys come from, man. I've never been able to travel. I'm a great respecter of fate. I've never been able to plan four and a half, three and a half years ahead for certain. And if you it, do, if you do run, will Vice President Harris be on your ticket? I would fully expect that to be the case. She's doing a great job. She's a great partner. She's a great partner. And do you believe you'll be running against former President Trump? Oh, come on. I don't even think about it. I don't have, I have no idea. I have no idea. Okay, there you have it. He won't even commit to a second term. Uh, I don't know. Is he going to make it through the first term? Probably not. Less than three months into the job, and it appears he's already looking for a way out. Yep. By the way, who can blame him? Joe Biden, sad to say, is obviously not up for this job. job. Exactly. Just the facts. Now, even fake news CNN admitted, yeah, he's been prepping for a single press conference and he has at most one item, let's see, off Friday, Saturday, Sunday, no events, off Monday, no events, one event Tuesday, uh, meet with a sports team Wednesday, practice, practice, practice. Look at this CNN reporter, this report, quote, Biden has been getting ready Three for days to face the White House press corps, according to multiple people. A for competent president should not need wow. to prep for days on end to answer simple questions. 
This is the hardest job in the world, a commanding 24-7 job. Ask yourself, is Joe Biden, in your view, the American people, up to the job to perform well even in a press conference after practicing for days? What is he capable of doing? Anything? Because honestly, we now need to ask who's really running the show at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Is it Vice President Harris? Is it Chief of Staff Ron Klain? Is it Schumer? Is it Pelosi? Is it Barack Obama? Most likely. Uh, Is it Susan Rice? Her too. Because it's certainly not the frail, the weak, and the cognitively struggling guy that we all witness today. If Joe Biden's not capable of doing the job... Uh, he shouldn't be in the job. Exactly. So much is at stake. Our enemies are watching. Well, not only are they watching, but they're lying and waking shit. I mean, look at what's happening. Tucker Carlson and Mark Stein uh, reenacts Joe Biden lousy first uh, press conference. This is funny. He joins us now to assess Joe Biden's press conference. Mark, it's great to see you tonight. So I guess the headlines here are unity for more years. What's your reaction to that? Well, thank you for that question. I I had a staffer write it out for me on this piece of paper. But, uh... Yeah, he's looking at the paper. Anyway... (laughs) He can't see it. (laughs) You you make Jim Crow look like Nigel Peregrine Falcon. (laughs) You know, I didn't buy... Nigel Falcon. I didn't buy all this funny stuff as shit. Uh, about uh, cognitive decline, <clears throat> but I think it's catching because uh, the cognitive decline I saw was in those fawning lickspittles of the world's most somnolent press, the court eunuchs of the American media. Court eunuchs. Biden said things that are pay- he said we our infrastructure needs we have to raise every highway by three feet because of global warming because wow. of climate change raise every road in America needs every to be road in three America feet. three feet and they feet. took that they nodded they're on board with raising every single road three feet and then of course the trucks won't be able to get through the bridge under the railway line so we'll have to raise all the railway lines three uh, feet and overpasses three feet too there'll be no and he said he actually said that all the people (laughs) laid off from the keystone pipeline all these people can be gainfully employed raising every road three feet and these people (laughs) core units of the democrat uh, yeah. of the Democrat Party in the American media, the court eunuchs just sat there and went along with it. Yep. They're the ones yep. with That's the cognitive decline issues. He's doing brilliantly. This this whole geezer thing where he's got the, <laughs> the cards and he plays <laughs> at the cards and he gives up in the middle of the words. How, in, how would you feel if I just stopped in the middle of a what? <laughs> he started looking around and you know shit. What? I probably, Yo, he started looking around. He just stopped in the middle of a fucking word and shit. Up three yeah. feet and not ask what Barack Obama's going to do with his $30 million estate on the water. <laughs> he said, I doubt he'll raise it three this, feet. Yeah. He doesn't believe it. He said, no this geezer thing is just this old geezer. He's serious about another term? I mean, it's a little early, by the way, to announce that. And what do you think? Kamala Harris thinks of this. And should he get a food taster? 
I think he is serious about another tablet. I have no idea right now who the government of the United States is. But if the deep state can get away with this, the deep state can pull anything, anything off. Anything off, Because yeah. basically they're saying, we don't need anyone in the Oval Office. He's not in the Oval Office. He's, uh, he's down in the basement with the, the tapioca and the Andy Griffith rerun. <laughs> and the deep state they say, Tell we pull this off. You, he put my man in a senior home, dog, in the basement of a fucking of the White House. He <laughs> won in the Oval Office. That's superfluous. That, <clears throat> that is so deep and true, and I, it's hard to be angry at Biden. I mean, you know, he's happily no, not. cashing no, the fuck dog is not. in his bedroom, and that's that's fine. Mm -hmm. I respect my elders, but this is a display of strength by the permanent state. Four years ago, I didn't even believe in the permanent state having mm -hmm. spent my whole life in D.C. Now, I but think you're here. absolutely right. Yep. This is the people behind the curtain saying we're in charge. Yep. By, by the way, Tucker, I don't want to go all monarchical on you again, but the other day the Queen did a panel with the chief public health officers in England, Scotland, Northern Ireland and Wales, and she was sitting there going, well, let's go to Belfast now and uh, tell me, how, uh, Nigel, is it all? And uh, she was like Brett Bear in a tiara, and she's 20 years older than Biden. Wow. So there's no reason why he shouldn't be doing this for a fourth, fifth or sixth <clears throat> turn. If this is the bar... <laughs> The uh, the court eunuchs of the media will court eunuchs. Uh, put up. <laughs> I can't hear a word you're saying because I just Brett Bear and the tiara is just it's just lingering in my. I can't do the rest of the show actually. I'm backing out. <laughs> uh, <Buck's not. laughs> it's great to see you tonight. Thank you. Yo, facts, man. Like dog, this shit is a joke. Everybody know Joe's been hiding is a fucking joke. But you, the American people, I keep trying to tell y'all, motherfuckers, man, don't let CNN keep lying to you. They full of shit. You know what I'm saying? They full of shit. Don't let these niggas keep fucking lying to you. You know why? Because it's a fucking gimmick, dog. It's a gimme. They they fucking boing-yoinging you and shit. They hitting you with the boing-yoing-yoing-yoing. You know what I'm saying? Like, stop that shit, man. Stop that shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Here go to five, giving strong criticism of Biden's first press conference. Now, <clears throat> you know they take turns on the five and shit. So just 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 keep in mind that you know Joe's been hiding is a motherfucking is is a, is a crackpot, and Fox uses Juan Williams as the you know super mega ultra high priest of high house niggerism whenever it's talking whenever it's like news about Democrats that they don't want to be spun into the ground and shit they always use Juan Williams and shit man the fucking High priest of house niggerism and shit, and he never fails, man. He never fucking fails. Let's do it. That wait is over. President Biden holding his first formal news conference after 64 days in office. Wow. Taking questions on major issues like the border, ending the filibuster, and if he will run for re-election. The president was not asked about COVID and the new story involving his son Hunter, which we're going to talk about later in the show. Also, he wasn't asked about his massive infrastructure plan. The president also, though, getting called out for sticking to his written notes and calling mm. on reporters from a prepared list. For sticking to his written notes? correspondent, Peter Ducey, did not get to ask a question. The president spent a lot of his time on immigration and the border. Take a look. Perception of you that got you elected as a moral, decent man is the reason why a lot of immigrants are coming to this country. Does anybody suggest that there was a 31% increase under Trump because he was a nice guy? We're building back up the capacity 
that should have been maintained and built upon that Trump dismantled. I will commit to transparency. And as soon as I am in a position to be able to implement what we're doing right now, I make no apologies for ending programs that did not exist before Trump became president that have an incredibly negative impact on the law. Wow. President Biden was also asked about the filibuster and working with Republicans. President Barack Obama said he believed the filibuster was a relic of the Jim Crow era. Do you agree? Yes. You're moving closer to eliminating the filibuster. Is that correct? I answered your question. Yo, let's keep in mind that electoral support from. Let's keep in mind that Joe's been hiding used to hang with Jim Crow. Let's just let's just let's just remember he was a a a a a a a very close associate to Jim Crow. Like now, all of a sudden, Jim Crow bad. Fuck out of here. Republican voters, Republican voters, agree with what I'm doing. Voters, false. Jesse, uh, you know, a lot of the critics made a lot of the fact that the president didn't hold a press conference. But before now, some people suggested he wasn't up to it. Uh, But there were no big gaffes and he seemed to have a grasp of the issue. What are the critics saying now? I'm not a critic, Juan. I'm an umpire. I, I, it's balls and strikes with me. You know how I play, Juan. But that's a pretty low bar to yeah, say so he I didn't do. have a gaffe or uh, he seemed to have had a grasp of the issues. The guy's the president of the United States, Williams. He clearly does not understand how badly the border crisis is hurting him. And the plan that he put in place is only going to make it worse. And that's why I think immigration is going to dominate the next couple months. The key word of the whole thing, he used the word accommodate. Capacity. He didn't say deter. He didn't use this opportunity to tell the world caravans don't come, don't come in. He said the only reason his plan isn't working is because they don't have enough beds. And that's why they're building all this housing. So this isn't a policy of don't come. This is a policy of we have to keep building more beds and homes and to accommodate into military installations. That's not a good policy, Juan. And the other part of the policy was we're going to send Kamala Harris down to Central America and create a Marshall Plan for Mm -hmm. Central America. Kamala Harris, super talented, super experienced, is going to make Central America so amazing that no one's ever going to want to leave Central America. How long is that going to take, Joe said? Well, it could take a while. Yeah, no kidding, it could take a while. <laughs> and then he said, oh, well, when can we see all these houses you're building for these illegal immigrants? The oh, answer was, uh... quote, I don't know. So he actually at one point complained that Mexico was, was not taking as many family units as he wanted them to. And then in the very same breath, he said he terminated the Remain in Mexico policy. He doesn't know what he's doing, and this is a real problem. He made a false statement about President Trump, said there were these big surges under Trump. No surge in 2017, no surge in 2018. He had a big surge, and the graph shows it in 2019. Trump took strong action, and it fell off the cliff. The Biden surge right now is way above it. Look at the green. Absolutely on pace to knock Trump's surge in 2019 out of the ballpark. So the three things at the end, which were small, he read notes the whole time. He can't discuss our policy in the Pacific 
with regards to North Korea and China without reading notes that his handlers gave to him. That's a little scary. He also short-circuited at one time when he was talking about the filibuster, just gave up mid-sentence. I've never seen anything like that before. And just the reporters, they're activists. He got four questions on when are you going to nuke the filibuster so we can drive home socialism. I don't remember people asking right, Trump when he had both chambers, <clears throat> when are you going to nuke the filibuster so you can initiate tax cuts in the wall? These people are encouraging Joe Biden to nuke the filibuster and push socialism. And they didn't call on Ducey. And that wasn't right. He's chicken. All right. So, Dana, uh, immigration, as Jesse was just suggesting, was the hot topic. Biden said Trump was the reason for the surge and he had no apology for ending Trump's programs. Did he handle this well, in your opinion? I think on the border, uh, I, I think immigration, actually, he had his weakest uh, comments on, on that issue. And also there were a lot of questions about that issue. I thought his um, response about <clears throat> Cecilia, to Cecilia Vega's question, she's ABC News, about the nine-year-old child that she met. And I watched her broadcast the other day, and she was quite affected by it. And the way he initially answered, I thought was quite flippant and didn't take it seriously enough. Um, so the other thing that happened, Juan, is that, of course, you knew that people from the right would um, criticize the president or be an umpire, um, and you knew that the media issue was going to be one, but I didn't expect this, a media criticism also coming from the left. Mm. And what were they complaining about, including the White House Chief of Staff, complaining that there was not a single question about COVID, which I thought was very interesting, because COVID, people in, a, in the mm. country believe it's getting better. What do they see as a Niggas crisis? Niggas is outside, left and right, nigga. And so if I were the president, I would have right. had a much stronger piece of news to announce today about the border. Maybe he could have held back the Kamala Harris taking over the border news until today. At least that shows some sort of forward movement. Uh, so I would say that was a little bit of a swing and a miss. Uh, and I'll stop here. But with one last thing I just wanted to mention, I did. this is not about Biden or anybody. This is just about the, the whole press corps and the White House. So when I was a kid, I used to love to watch press conferences and... There wasn't, a, there wasn't a woman in the press briefing room when I was a kid. Um, and and not working, no one was working in the White House either. And now that's completely flipped. Uh, I just thought that was kind of notable and remarkable to see. Maybe Ducey should that's grow his hair That's interesting to come from you. <laughs> uh, Katie, uh, the president also said that he felt Republicans are abusing the filibuster in a gigantic way. And he wants wow. the filibuster weakened, maybe even ended. What did you make of this? Well, I think Joe Biden put himself in a box today when it came to Dickhead. the filibuster by saying that he believes it's a relic <laughs> of the Jim Crow era, because then inevitably, if that's what it is, he has to agree that they should get rid of it. But let's talk about his accusation that Republicans are abusing the filibuster. If he's going to say it's a relic of the Jim Crow era, let's go back in history for a minute and remember that Robert Byrd, who was a, a Democratic senator, used the filibuster to filibuster the 1964 Civil Rights Act. And guess who spoke at Robert Byrd's funeral in 2010? Well, that was Joe Biden. And Robert Byrd was an actual KKK member. Last year, Senate Democrats used the filibuster to go after and to get rid of Tim Scott, Republican from South Carolina, uh, his criminal justice reform bill. And he is the first African-American senator from a southern state since Reconstruction. So to throw that out there really is divisive in a time that they're talking about unity. 
One thing on the border I want to talk about real quickly is Biden says he's not going to give a timeline on when he's letting these uh, reporters in to take photos. What they're doing is this. They're not allowing people into the CBP facilities. They're opening up military installations. So they're going to wait until they empty out all of those facilities to the military installations, bring in the reporters and say, look, there's no crisis here. There's no overcrowding. There's nothing to report on this. Uh, that's propaganda. And I think we should call them out on it. So, Greg... I think a lot of people were surprised to hear the president say, yeah, he's running for re-election. Uh, to say also he thinks that China, we got to hold him accountable. He said schools, you know, should be open, uh, close to reopening more of the K through 8. And coronavirus, 200 million vaccinated by his first 100 days. But what about That's announcing that he's running for re-election? <laughs> what about uh, what he said when he started? Uh, the speech, Juan, when he said he was elected uh, not to divide. And then he said he wasn't sure if there would be a Republican Party. Uh, we should have kept that. We should have had that on tape. But um, I don't even know what that means. I'm not sure that there's going to be a Republican Party. Have the Democrats and media decided that now they're going to cancel the Republican Party? <laughs> I mean, this is kind of kind of rich coming from the party of slavery and let's be very, very specific about that, okay? The Democrats and the media are now doing this thing where they're referring to the filibuster as a relic of the Jim Crow era. Well, do you know what else is a relic of the Jim Crow era? The Democratic Party. So if you're going to cancel the filibuster, you're going to have to cancel the Democratic Party. Exactly. You've got to change the name. Because it's disgusting and it's shameful that you still hold on to it. But I want to go back. I want to I want to go back and give you an assessment of everything I saw, including before the presser. It reminded me of being a kid in the 1970s waiting for evil Knievel to commit to one of his stunts. You know, will he pull it off? You know, can he make it over the Snake River Canyon? Down in flames. Uh, of course, um, I'm glad they saved bar, you for right? laugh, though. It's a, quite a contrast with Trump. It was, will he stand up to the press? With Joe, it's, will he stand up? You know, and he's lucky. He's lucky. The 100-day buildup, you know, lowered the expectations combined with his absenteeism and his incoherence. So it became a victory that he didn't show up in a bathrobe you know, with a live <laughs> raccoon on his head. So he did pass his first presser, but he might have passed his last one, too. I, I would say that as an infomercial for Life Alert, it was pretty good. He was abandoning his senses like they were teens at the border. <laughs> Please, we have talked about the yeah. softball question. Oh, <laughs> it was pretty good. Yo, he said he was abandoning softball questions like teens at the border. Yo, gut fell is fucking hilarious. As a presser, it sucked. He was abandoning his senses like they were teens at the border, Juan. And please, we have we even talked about the PBS softball question. Oh, you know why they're coming, Joe? It's because you're so awesome. Why are you so awesome? Well, uh, Alcindor, this is a presser. It's not a bachelor rose ceremony, okay? So I thought it was hilarious. All right. Man, that shit is crazy. And speaking of the border and shit, overrun with illegals, California allows foster parents to house up to 26-plus 
unaccompanied minors. This is Keelan McBreen uh, from InfoWars. Uh, I consider it human trafficking, one foster parent said. As the state continues to see illegal immigration flow through the southern border, California Department of Social Services is asking foster parents to help take care of unaccompanied minors who have made their way into America. I thought you had it under control, Joe. You know what I'm saying? This shit is sex trafficking, dog. They, they leaving these kids with PBPs, pot belly motherfucking pedophiles, and y'all niggas is like, oh, that's so loving, and I can't believe that you even got a problem with this, Mr. P. I can't even believe it. You know what I mean? Earlier this month, a couple of foster parents, uh, foster care program receive a voicemail explaining this is an emergency uh message please respond my nigga they talking about please respond my nigga you know what i'm saying this is an emergency message please respond to this urgent message from the community care licensing division ccld ccld would like to know how many available beds you have to serve additional youth they don't say what kind of youth it is they just say additional youth let's do it Nigga, this shit is illegal. They Emergency message. Please respond to this urgent message from the Community Care Licensing Division. CCLD would like to know how many available beds you have to serve additional youth. To confirm your receipt of this message, please call 1 8 0 0 3 2 6 9 3 1 5 and enter two zero five nine three seven eight four six goodbye nigga you know what i'm saying they fucking human trafficking motherfuckers. Uh, CCLD is a branch of California's Department of Social Services that deals with foster families. You know what I'm saying? Y'all niggas be thinking it's a game. I be fucking trying to tell you motherfuckers, dog. Like, these niggas is trying to fucking not only bring kids over the border, but they want to keep them and diddle them and shit. Uh, services to deal with foster family licensing. Uh, speak to the, speaking to the Daily Mail, a California foster parent named Travis explained, Unusual, uh, usually the maximum amount of children you are allowed to foster at any one time is six. We called our caseworker and she told us that everyone was calling her because they had got the same call. I consider it human trafficking, he added. It's not the burden of taking the kids and because we have the heart for it, but these are kids that were not taken from the border for a money scheme, and now they're going to use U.S. resource parents to take care of them. You feel me? Uh, foster families were asked to, su to select bed capacity ranges between 1 and 10, 11 and 25, or 26 plus. A California foster mother uh, argued any at any given point in the time, there are uh, 30,000 plus children in the L.A. County foster care system alone. Nigga, 30,000 and just in L.A. foster care, nigga, this shit is sex trafficking, bro. What the fuck? Is the one plus one is two, not 12. You know what I'm saying? So to access already certified foster parents to take on children from another country when we are barely able to take care of our own foster crisis doesn't seem beneficial to either side because either way, someone loses a bed. You feel what I'm saying? So they're saying you taking 
bids away from actual American motherfucking kids and shit to give them from to kids from other countries and shit. You know what I'm saying? This is the new wave of uh, detention centers. They using foster cares to motherfucking literally house motherfucking illegal immigrant children and shit. Uh, while the foster agency uh, Travis it uses uh, uses says they do do not they don't know where the influx of children is coming from we do know another agency in the state confirmed that the ccld are trying to address the needs of record unaccompanied children who are arriving from central america who are escaping impossible situations such as poverty violence and natural disasters and shit meanwhile joe biden uh tapped kamala harris on wednesday to do his job to address the humanitarian crisis unfolding at the motherfucking southern border, which in all likeliness will end in total amnesty for everybody and shit. You already know how this shit go, dog. This shit don't take fucking rocket science and shit. So, I mean, you know, it's just, it's, it's extremely fucking interesting to see how this shit is fucking playing out and shit. And how nobody seems to think it's a motherfucking problem until uh, after it's a crisis and shit. You know what I'm saying? So Jim Psaki get blasted for claiming she never heard about the uh, Joe's been hiding uh, Hunter Biden report and shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy and shit because everybody know Joe uh, Joe's been hiding son Hunter Biden is literally, literally, literally a fucking pot belly pedophile, pothead, crackhead, meth smoking pedophile and shit. This nigga on t- camera. Having sex with 10-year-olds, bro. 10-year-olds? Oh, my God. Welcome back. You're watching the Fox Business Network. We're coming into the bottom of the hour. Joining me now is former top congressional investigator Sam Dewey. Hey, Sam, it's always great to have you back on. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki getting blasted for trying to claim she did not know about a widely publicized Senate report by Senators Ron Johnson and Chuck Grassley on Hunter Biden's shady overseas business dealings. Um, when Jen Psaki talked about this same report in December. Why is she claiming she doesn't know about it? But I, re- I really don't know, and it is you know, quite odd to have talked about a report in December and now claim uh, that you don't know about it. I, I you know, can only speculate. I can say that generally that sometimes a strategy that's used when there's a report out that's thorough and detailed, like the one that Chairman Johnson and Chairman Grassley put together to try to ignore talking about it, to try to minimize it, not discuss it, because if you get drawn into discussing it, sure, you may disagree with a conclusion here. Sure, you may disagree with a legal premise here. But generally, if you're discussing it on a thorough report like that, uh, you're taking damage. So it's really uh, something I've seen quite frequently, a common uh, public relations avoidance scheme. Well, she's working for the taxpayer. She doesn't work for the president. She works for the taxpayer. That means you have to be honest and truthful in your answers, as she was in December when she talked about this same report. When the reporter cited the September 2020 uh, Senate Homeland Security report as evidence, Saki replied, I'm not familiar with it at all. Let's listen to what she said. So there was a report last year from the Senate Finance and Homeland Security Committees. It claimed that the wife of Moscow's former mayor uh, paid a company associated with the president's son $3.5 million. Um, 
there was no explanation for this alleged payment, and I'm wondering if you could tell us if uh, that claim is accurate, and if so, uh, what the $3.5 million was paid for. Not familiar with that claim. Doesn't sound like it's backed up by a lot of evidence. Yes, uh, but evidence or specifics. Happy to discuss uh, yeah, it further. The committee's report. Tonight. So you haven't asked about this, sir? I am not familiar with the report at all. This bitch just fraud. Okay, social media really blasting this as an incompetent response because the Senate report was based on Treasury documents like suspicious activity reports that was tracking shell companies used by Hunter Biden. So the claim that she was not familiar with the report when she talked about it in December, it just doesn't stand up. No, no. I mean, I don't think it does. It's clear. And there's a double issue with the answer. First, claiming you don't know something uh, that you, you had seen you before. Discussed and then already. Second, the notion of give me evidence when the reporter was asking the question if she would uh, read the evidence and i'd point out you know consistent with the high quality of the work chairman johnson did and chairman drastly did you know all they said was there was this payment that looks suspicious they didn't draw any wild or unfound conclusions they stated what they could prove and left the rest to further fact findings so i think they made a very responsible claim as you pointed out grounded in documents and it's disappointing there wasn't more engagement with that claim by the press secretary. Yeah, and Senator Ron Johnson is tweeting back at Jen Psaki with a link to the report, uh, the Senate report, saying, we hear you didn't hear about it. Uh, here's a, a link to it so you could read it. Uh, so this is sort of feigning ignorance at a really weird time in the news cycle when that story has been out there for months that Hunter Biden got three and a half million dollars wired to him by the former, uh, the mayor of the, uh, the wife of the former mayor of Moscow. Moscow. So, again, when you stand up and you say, claim ignorance about something that's been out there, isn't that a red flag that something else might be going on? Absolutely. I think so, because it's, again, just a failure to engage with the facts. And it's a common method to avoid uh, engaging with something that you don't want to engage with. You know, the report has, as I said, is very thorough. Uh, Chairman Johnson's staff did a great job. It is full of footnotes, two specific documents, many of them which are, you know, completely non-controversial records. And if you don't even want to engage with that, that raises the question of why. Yeah. It's, so, you especially know, when this, it's confirmed this intel. indicates that something else may be going on with Hunter Biden that if they're trying to shut down information about it in such an incompetent way, Sam, you got to wonder, something else is boiling beneath the surface about Hunter Biden. Your final word. I mean, I think you're correct. This is a common avoidance strategy to shut down a story, and you have to ask questions. Uh, you know, what is going on? All why right. is this being done? You know what I'm saying? And we all know why it's being done. It's because they don't want you to know the incompetence of Joe's been hiding. Congratulations, folks. You helped vote in a sock puppet. You are the lucky recipient of a fucking boner straight in your ass with no lube. Oh, yes. It sounds so great. But uh, we're going to be back. We're going to circle back. We're going to come back on the other side and shit and circle back. You already fucking know. Don't move your motherfucking switch. It's your boy. Hey, hey, Plucky Duck, you was a motherfucking sympathy hire, wasn't you? You was a diversity hire, wasn't you? And you better not fucking say you're going to circle back, bitch. Good evening, everyone. 
Thank you for joining us. Um, I often note I'm going to circle back. I hate to disappoint conservative Twitter, but I am going to circle back on a number of things, as we often do directly. I'll circle back, circle back. I hate to disappoint you. Circle back, circle back. That's an excellent question. Circle back, circle back. I hate to disappoint you, but we will venture to circle back with all of you. Think cocaine or not, you think? This is such a good question. I have not had the opportunity to dig into that. I'll circle back. It was a massive dump to this day. Everyone's trying to figure out where did it come from. I'm not aware of anything, but uh, we'll circle back. This uncircumcised Philistine, who does he think he is? As a mom myself, I want to know all the details. I have to circle back. Come on, man. You know what I mean? I will venture to get you an answer on that, and maybe we can talk about it, and he'll circle back. I will have to circle back on that one. Circle back, go back. But uh, we'll, we'll circle back. Circle back, go back. But I will have to circle back with you. Circle back. Let me give you a very specific example. Whoa. I'll circle back, circle back. I hate to disappoint you. Circle back, circle back. That's an excellent question. Circle back, circle back. I hate to disappoint you, but we will venture to circle back. This president knew back in January. Why didn't he tell us? Why did he warn us? There are a number of ways to combat misinformation. One of them is circle back. You told us that Trump was invincible and Hillary was in a prison, right? I don't really have any predictions for you on that. I can circle back. <laughs> um, let me see if I can get more detail for you on that. Circle back. I signed something saying that if I'm wrong, I can go to prison. Did you? We'll try to get to as many questions as possible. I'll circle back. I don't have anything more for you. And that communication has been lacking. Well, uh, as, as you know, let me give you a very specific example. I'll circle back, circle back. I hate to disappoint you. Circle back, circle back. That's an excellent question. Circle back, circle back. I hate to disappoint you, but we will venture to circle back with all of you. What the fuck, So we back, you know what I'm saying? And this is our news blitz. We're going to start our news blitz early. You already know. But uh, real quick, this is, uh, you know, Orange Schroyer touching on, you know, the Democrats enabling sex child trafficking and shit, you know. Is it that the Democrats are enabling child sex trafficking with this open border policy shit and getting fucking, you know, uh, immigrant children to PBPs and shit. I mean, who knows? I mean, shit. Yeah, no, who the fuck knows? Let's do it. But like I said, if I wanted to get conspiratorial, I would say this was a gang initiation for Kamala Harris. Yeah, Kamala, enable us to traffic humans across the border. Enable us to do that. You want to roll with the big dogs? Because that's how you get bought in. See? That's how you get bought in. She's a power match. She wants to climb that ladder. Yeah, you want to climb that ladder? Help us traffic these kids, Kamala. Let's see. She'll laugh her way to the top. Or or we know how she got introduced with <laughs> Willie Brown to politics. They pulling kids through the fucking border fence in California, dog. They in the water pulling kids through the The big fence. story is wow. the southern border. But more importantly, what is now... A clear and present danger to anybody who is sending their kids to cross the southern border illegally. The odds are that they are being raped. They are being used Pillaged. as mules. Exactly. 
or they are even being brought in as child sex slaves by cartels, by criminals. Is it a, is it a situation like Taken, where they bring them in, except it's kids, you know, not teenage girls traveling to Europe, but like, you know, kids, they get come in across the southern border, you know, they end up with the uh, political elite. Or, hey, Kamala, you know, you want to climb the ladder. You what was be, that? You Rambo, Final boys, Blood. Huh? You want you want some of that power. Where his niece got taken huh? by the cartel. All right. And he went and destroyed them niggas? We'll put you in control of the southern border, which they just announced. Mm. We just played the press conference. I'll play it again right now. Kamala Harris will now be in charge of the southern prices border. at the southern border. <laughs> so, all right, Kamala, hey, you want to roll with the big dogs, huh? Mm. Yeah, you, you want to be tough. You want to have some power, huh? <laughs> hey, want a little bit of that, huh? All Tell you, you got to do is make we'll sure we get these kids. The southern border. We got a lot of business going down at the southern border right now. A lot of fentanyl coming in, a lot of drugs, a lot of human trafficking, a lot of child trafficking. We've been cut off for the last four years under Trump. We're, 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 in a, we're lagging right now. We need fresh meat. So uh, why don't you take control of the crisis at the border, see if you can't help us out, and, you know, maybe then we can see if you can be president soon. Ooh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> By the way, there's a story this, just left over from yesterday in this stack of news I just found. Kamala's LOLs. Why Kamala Harris is always laughing. And it's just the same psychological breakdown I explained. It's somebody who's nervous, someone who knows they're an intellectual nothing, doesn't belong on the platform, doesn't belong on the stage, and so just hides it with the laughter, hides it with the body language, hides it with uh, all the phonyism. Knows she's a total phony, knows everybody's on to her, but hides it with the shoulder sh shrugs and the high hands and the hyena-like laughing. Hey, there's a crisis at the southern border. Are you going to go visit Kamala? She, she starts laughing. She doesn't know what to do. She has no idea. She's nervous. She's a nitwit. She knows that uh, she doesn't deserve any of the political power that she's gotten. None. So she just laughs it off. But it was incredible. It was such a great interview. Drew Hernandez on the Alex Jones Show, and I'm, I'm waiting to get a clip from that, guys. Let me know when we have <clears> that, by the way. Okay, we do have it. Now, now this was so key. This was so key, and it's just it, it just shines a light on what is happening at the southern border or what could happen. And again, I hope to God this isn't happening, but we have to be real about the situation. And so when you have an agenda, a policy from the White House that says, we're going to take these kids, and because there's such an overwhelming amount and we can't do DNA tests, they come over here with these adults. We don't know if they're family. We don't know if they're cartel members. We don't know if they're smugglers. We don't know if they're rapists. We don't know what's going on, but we're overwhelmed. And we're told by the administration in the White House, you got to let them in. You got to put them on buses. You got to put them in hotel rooms. So we're now putting adults who we have no idea who they are in hotel rooms with children who we don't even know if they're related and here was the clip earlier you know that, what it that is. really highlights this with Drew Hernandez on the Alex Jones yeah, show. I know what it is. It literally is a crime against humanity. This is human smuggling. This is human uh, human trafficking. This is literally what this is, and it's going to get worse. And here's why, Alex. Listen to this. 
This is not some QAnon children getting raped conspiracy theory. This is confirmed what I'm about to tell you from Border Patrol agents themselves. Border Patrol agents have been briefing me that they cannot, they're having trouble identifying if these migrant families are actually related, if they're actually families. Yeah, they can do DNA testing, but not for hundreds of thousands of people that are coming over the southern border every single day. So get this, Alex, listen to this. So now the Biden administration, Jen Psaki sits there and tells the entire world that it's a good idea to spend $86 million to put migrants into hotel rooms. There could potentially be pedophiles and rapists, unidentified, quote unquote, families being put in hotel rooms, unsupervised. Drew Hernandez, stay children? there. We got to go to break. But you're totally right. It came out in the New so York So think about Post. that. And by Even the way, we're going to have Drew Hernandez on tomorrow on the war room. But, but think about that. Now, if you're a criminal, you're going to do anything you can to engage in your criminal activity. And get that paper. And now you know what's going on at the southern border. You know it's wide open. You know if you bring a kid, you're good to go. You're pretty much above the law. They're and not even going to give you a court paper. date. They're not even nothing. You're just in. You get a hotel room. You get a bus pass. You get a you get a you get Foster a foster family. Shit. So yeah, I mean, twenty six plus. You, you want to take advantage of that? Right. Coming from Central America, you're a criminal. That's a cakewalk for you. And you get to bring a kid in as a bonus, which you could then turn into a mule, sell to the cartels. Or, God forbid, what else you could do to them in a hotel room? I mean, God forbid this is as bad as it could be. Man. I don't want to think about this. I, I don't want this to, to be a, a real scenario here. I'm not <clears throat> the one that's causing it. We know who's causing it. It's the Biden administration. It's the Democrat Party. It's the media. But they wouldn't feel guilty if it if it came out that one of these individuals that uses a kid as a mule to get across the southern border. What happens to these kids? Does anybody know? Where do they go? Where do they end up? Nobody knows. Democrats don't care. Man, that's because maybe they do. They I get mean, to have sixty-five thousand dollars to kids. Hot dog parties with Jeffrey Epstein. See what Epstein. happens when they bring him to the White House. You notice, fucking. Uh, uh, like I said, we're here. No more news. Say, this was a gang of fucking. Uh, what's the yeah, what's the what's the uh, Jocelyn Maxwell? Traffic no news across the border. Enable us to do that. You want to roll with the big dogs? Because that's how you get bought in. See, that's how you get bought in. She's a power match. She wants to climb that ladder. Yeah, you want to climb that ladder? Help us traffic these kids, Kamala. Let's see. She'll laugh her way to the top. Or or we know how she got introduced with Willie Brown to politics. Sucking dick. But so here's the Biden response, though, to the media, or here's the media response to Biden announcing that Kamala Harris is now in charge of the border. And again, let's, let's take a look at Biden um, as the media is asking questions. Take a look at Biden at the end of this press conference. Well, thank you, Will. Uh, um, now we're going to get down to business here. And, uh, and uh, Ron, who am I turning this over to? Well, I, well uh, thank you very much, Mr. President. I think it's uh, time for the press, our friends in the press to leave, though. Thank you. And they go, oh, he looks like Biden stares at the media, wondering if they're going to do anything about the border. And now here in clip five, let's that take a break. That nigga looks sleepy. Like, he looks disoriented. Slams Kamala Harris. Six 
of our Senate ladies, our six Republican ladies, went to the border today as moms. And they went to the Del Rio sector, where they reported back to me that sex offenders are up 1,967%. And they're being put in hotel rooms with kids, thanks to the Biden administration. Great job, guys. Good, good going, guys. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And that's your man, Joe's been hiding, but you already know, you know what I'm saying? Jay Leno bows down to the woke mob and the bitch-ass nigga about to get canceled and shit because that's what happens when you bow down to the woke mob. They cancel you. Oh, I think he's already been canceled. Let's do it. So Jay Leno has pre-apologized in attempts to avoid being canceled for jokes that he used to make about Asian people, particularly about North Koreans eating dogs, which I would imagine in their country is a delicacy. And now that he made the greatest mistake that a comedian can ever make by opening that door, I'm sure that this was just the first of many apologies to come. Next week, I'm sure he'll be apologizing to the Mexicans, because I'm sure at one point he joked about the street tacos in Tijuana being made from dog, because it's a very common joke in California. Well, I don't know if it's really fair to call it a joke. It's probably true, but you get my point. Then he'll apologize to black people because being a comedian in Los Angeles, I'm sure that he's made jokes about Compton, and of course today that's considered to be <laughs> One group that he won't apologize to, however, or any comedian or any person, really, for saying any offensive things about is the Catholic Church because in the liberal media, you can't say anything offensive enough about Christians. You may recall that NBC fired him as the host of The Tonight Show, despite him being number one in the ratings. And I think he was number one for like 15 years in a row. And rumor has it that it was because he took the gloves off and finally started going after Obama because none of the late night talk show hosts would touch him because Obama was considered to be too cool to be mocked. If the White House has admitted yeah, that President you. Obama's chief of Appreciate staff it. had advance warning the IRS was targeting conservative groups, but never told the president. Well, President Obama says the first time you heard about the IRS scandal and the AP phone record scandal, first time you heard about it was from the media. See, that's why President Obama holds press conference, not to explain what's going on, to find out what's going on. Then they replaced him with Jimmy Fallon, who, I guess, compared to the other late-night hosts, is sort of funny, but that was the end of late-night comedy for me. This is extremely disappointing for me because Jay Leno was my inspiration for doing my Man on the Street interviews because when I was a kid growing up, I would see his jaywalking segments of him interviewing morons, right? And I dreamt of one day having my own show and even hosting The Tonight Show myself. And then when YouTube came online, I thought, well, here's my chance and look at me now. I don't know if you saw the news, but the Merriam-Webster Dictionary Company has removed the word gullible from the 2016 dictionary additions to replace that word with other words like twerking. There's not enough room apparently in the dictionary for all the new words being used. Do you think that was the right word to take out? Should maybe they have removed some other words that aren't used as much? Gullible. Yeah, I haven't used that word for... I can't remember the last time I used that word. What Do you think that? that was a good word to remove from the dictionary then maybe and replace it with other words that are more commonly used? Yeah, I think they could have gone some other direction. I think they could have gone, uh, oh, I don't know, wasting paper somewhere else, like paper bags at the store or something like that. Because the, the word gullible is still relevant today, do you I think? Th I think so. 
I think Obviously. so. Obviously. I, I know it is. I, but seriously, Jay, this is pathetic. Even more pathetic than the time that I was censored from The Tonight Show. Seriously, back in 2013, I had some friends visiting from out of town, and I thought it'd be fun to get some tickets for the live studio audience. And so when we were in line, the staff picked some random people to participate in a skit, and I was one of those people. And they had these sort of pre-scripted questions that we were to ask Jay to sort of set up for him to have a punchline with. And mine was something like, you know, hey, Jay, you're a big car guy. Have you ever been in a car commercial? And then, you know, he played like a pre-recorded commercial that he was in, part of the joke, right? And so I asked my question, he played the skit, everything was fine, I got a nice t-shirt. After the show, the staff thanked me, so that was great. And then later that night, because it's live to tape, a couple hours later when it aired, it didn't show up. The other three or four people that participated in the skit were all in the show, but I was mysteriously missing. And like, if you watch the show, you could see me there in the audience, but they cut my part out. And it wasn't like for time or anything like that, because these shows are recorded live to tape. They literally, because they took my name down, I probably should have given them a different name, but they went and looked me up, or somebody knew who I was, and they literally decided to edit me out of the show. That one I don't hold against you, Jay, that's the producer's fault, obviously, but apologizing for jokes for offending a certain ethnic group, pathetic. For example, I noticed that in the comments of a previous video, after I said that I'm an American, I'm not eating bugs, you know, I don't live in India, or something like that, some of the Indian viewers were offended, and they said, wait, we, we don't eat bugs here, I mean, that's China, that's not us. And I could tell some of them weren't just correcting me, like, they were actually offended. And I'm not sorry. Listen, if I was wrong, I would be fine issuing a correction, but this is not an apology. I might have confused China with India. They don't supposedly eat bugs in India. They do, however, bathe in the same rivers that they drink from. Oh no, what are you going to do now? Make some jokes about Americans? <laughs> well, I'll probably just laugh and agree with you, because I'm not a snowflake. Late night comedy used to be very politically neutral. Nobody really knew where Johnny Carson stood on issues, or even David Letterman for that matter. But now, this is what passes for comedy. It's been two days since the election was called for Biden, and as of this taping, Donald Trump has refused to concede. That's fine, but until he does, I refuse to remember his name. What was it again? It was Ronald Klump? Malden Grunt? And don't get me started on Seth Meyers, whose presentation is so flat and boring that it's worse than a high school RTV class. But people still watch, though, because things like this pass for entertainment these days. Look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? Competent leaders getting us back on our feet. The American Rescue Plan. It has almost everything. What? A year into this mess, recovery unfolds. How many wonders can one rescue plan hold? Reading it over, you'd think, really? No Republicans voted for this thing. That is literally a woman singing about how great the coronavirus stimulus package is, and liberals really think that she's talented. If people stop being so cowardly and stand up to the cancel culture mob, and really mock them, that's probably the best way to do it, there is a chance that we may be able to finally, one day, put an end to this stupidity. For instance, back in the early 1960s, comedians like Lenny Bruce were actually arrested for making jokes on stage in comedy clubs for violating supposed 
obscenity laws, which obviously were a violation of the First Amendment. And there were all sorts of court cases and lawsuits, and he didn't stop. He kept making jokes, kept getting arrested, and thanks to people like him and George Carlin, they were able to change the culture and change comedy and really change the country. So as bad as things are now regarding cancel culture and as crazy as society is, surprisingly, things were actually worse. And we were able to pull out of it. So there still is some hope that we can get through this. Of course, I'll continue to do my best to try to make comedy great again during these troubling times. And if you want to support my work, you know what to do by now. Get yourself a liberalism, find a cure, t-shirt, long saver, or a hoodie. Or if that's not your style, I'm sure that you'll enjoy a I Love Global Warming shirt, or it contains facts and opinions, some may find offensive shirt, or any of my awesome designs. So head on over to markdash.com, or click the link in the description below, and check them out! And you already know, you know what I'm saying, if you got if you got it for marketing and shit, man, send your boy 99 cent, man, so we can keep this shit rolling, you feel me? But in other news and shit, massive cargo ship blocks world trade and sues canal and shit, you know what I'm saying? And it's literally, I, I, I'm telling you from my personal perspective, I feel like this is a globalist move to cut off some countries from, uh receiving giving and receiving trade and shit you know what i mean so they can continue to thrive and shit just so happened motherfuckers been going through this motherfucking canal for years and this one ship that's completely packed with bullshit wants to it just basically it basically just turned the whole ship into the concrete and sandbar and now can't nobody else get by and shit even with the tugboats can't nothing get by and it's fucking up trade and shit it's costing the in world this 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 one accident costs about 15 million in trade a day you understand what i'm saying most niggas ain't even got 15 dollars a day you talking about 15 million globally a day just through this one canal and shit you know what i'm saying let's 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 check it out out of that massive container ship the size of the Empire State Building blocking the Suez Canal, one of the busiest trade routes in the world. The vessel ran aground Tuesday and is threatening to disrupt shipping worldwide. Our foreign correspondent James Longman has the very latest. James, good morning. Yeah, good morning. With $9.6 billion a day, that's about how much this mistake is costing world trade. And this morning, we are now hearing that the United States has offered to help. The Ever Given is one of the largest container ships on Earth. It's nearly as long as the Empire State Building is tall, and it weighs over 200,000 tons. So you can see why digging it out of this bank is taking some time. It's thought to have been stuck on Tuesday in high winds. Now, it's blocking the Suez Canal, which is one of the most important trade routes on Earth. About 12% of world trade passes through there. So now there are more than 200 ships waiting on either side of this canal. You can see the shipping data, all the vessels lining up to get through. Now about $400 million worth of goods pass through this waterway every hour. A lot of oil, but also every consumer goods hour. like cars and furniture. Damn, hold on. Now, How much did he say that was? It could a lot of oil, but also consumer goods like cars and furniture and clothing. Now if this goes on much longer, it could really start to impact global supply chains and that could impact the United States. So the race is on to get it free. Diggers are trying to remove some of the earth around it and then perhaps refloat it, but it's taking time. And as we know, time is money.
guys. Oh. And it's thought to have been stuck on Tuesday in high winds. Now it's blocking the Suez Canal, which is one of the most important trade routes on Earth. About 12% of world trade passes through there. And so now there are more than 200 ships waiting on either side of this canal. You can see the shipping data, all the vessels lining up to get through. Now about $400 million worth of goods pass through this waterway every hour. A lot $400 million an hour? Oh my God. What the fuck is that in 24? You see what I'm saying? $400 million in goods an hour. I fucking completely fucking destroyed whatever number I said. 15 million a day. Nigga, one waterway. Nigga, 400 million an hour, nigga. I don't even feel like doing that, man. That's like the last stimulus package we had and shit. You know what I'm saying? In a week, it's the stimulus package. You understand what I'm saying? Y'all, this joint been stuck here for a couple of days now, man. That shit, man, is, is 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 not helping nobody. It's actually hurting a lot of motherfucking businesses and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? But uh, y'all girl, nervous Nancy Pelosi, bitch, is now trying to take motherfuckers that lost elections and put them in power and shit. She is literally... Attempting to remove a Republican that beat a Democrat by six votes. Beat a Democrat by six votes. She's trying to remove that Republican and then input a motherfucking uh, Democrat and shit. That's illegal, Nancy. Nancy, you're not supposed to get set up. You know what I'm saying? That's fucking illegal. Let's check it out. Well, and we want to be fair. Now, if I wanted to be unfair, I wouldn't have seated the, Dem the Republican from Iowa because that was my right on the opening day. I would have just said, they're not seated. And that would have been my right as speaker to do. Welcome back, everybody. I'm glad you guys are joining me today. And Nancy Pelosi in the House of Representatives out for no good. And this time she actually was foiled in her attempt in order to try to strip a representative of their seat on Congress and give it to a Democrat. That's right. Nancy Pelosi was working to ensure that she kicked out a Republican out of Congress and replaced her with a Democrat, her Democratic opponent that she beat in the uh, in the last election. Uh, so this story coming to us from WayneDupree.com, it says this. It says, uh, Pelosi's losing streak continues as her latest sinister plot just crashed and burned mm. that's right Burr. we come here it says nancy pelosi had the audacity to try to steal and certify a certified election this is how absolutely shameless and power hungry these communist vultures are even after everything that's gone on with the 2020 election pelosi still wanted to mock american voters by overturning a house election in iowa that was actually certified by the bipartisan election board her reasoning the Republican candidate only won by six votes. Thankfully, there are still some Democrats who have an ounce of honor and dignity and have come out and rather loudly opposed Pelosi's efforts, basically putting an end to this unholy sham for now. Her already uh, majority in the House by another seat by trying to strip the winner of that election and Thankfully, there was enough people with common sense to actually stop Nancy Pelosi from doing that. So it just shows you the the uh, length that the Democrats will go to continue to consolidate power. That's all they care about is consolidating their power. Exactly. And we see that with this upcoming bill, H.R. Uh, 1, where they're trying to implement the, the type of voting 
that took place in California across the country, ballot harvesting and uh, universal uh, mail-out ballots and everything like that because they they don't want another Republican president in the White House as Ever. long as they can. Yeah. For the next hundred years, if this bill passes, if they're able to end the filibuster in the Senate, it will be a Democrat president, Democrat majorities in the House and Senate for the next hundred years. That's how power-hungry they are. They're going for all of it in these next couple of months because their time is very, very short and they know the American people are going to answer back in 2022. So they're doing everything they can in order to lay the groundwork uh, to run elections more like California than allow each state to run their own elections. So we'll see what happens. We'll continue to follow the story. And of course, uh, Nancy Pelosi, once again, just showing uh, to what length she's willing to go in order to consolidate her power and you are already fucking snow like she ain't pulling no motherfucking punches and we're gonna be back on the other motherfucking side and shit because nancy you're not supposed to get set up you're not supposed to get set up coming back with the covid news don't move your motherfucking switch it's your boy yeah Hey, Trump, man, you heard about that Nancy Pelosi shit? You heard what she did to that lady and shit? You know what I mean? How she said she demanded an apology for going to go get her her fucking hair done and shit? Like, what's, what's that about, Trump? And then I see a picture. I say, uh, Nancy Pelosi, well, where's her man? And I'll tell you what. She must have treated that beauty salon owner pretty badly. She uses the salon and the salon turned her in. I was set up. I was set up. Nancy, And then she made a terrible mistake. I was set up. I was set up. Then you're not supposed to get set up. I was set up. I was set up. Then you're not supposed to get set up. You must wear your mask. You have to wear your mask. You must wear your mask. You have to wear your mask. I was set up. I was set up. Then you're not supposed to get set up. As it turns out, it wasn't set up. So I take responsibility for calling for a setup. I don't wear a mask when I'm washing my hair. Do you wear a mask when you're washing your hair? Yes. I've been there many, many times. I always have a mask. Since we passed the bill, I always have a mask. Now, I just had my hair washed. I just came out of the bowl. Now, I just had my hair washed. I left all I'm going to say. I was set up. I was set up. Then you're not supposed to get set up. I was set up. I was set up.
So we back. You already know. Uh, we back with my man Mark Dice as well and shit. Cause they done created a new face diaper. They done created a face diaper. You take off your regular diaper, right? And then you put on a new face diaper that only go around your nose so you can eat. Wow. These niggas ain't they? They pulling out all the stops, man. Pulling out all the stops. They telling you to take your regular mask off and then put a smaller mask. So now you got to carry two masks. Put a smaller mask on just covering your nose and shit. And then go ahead and eat. Like, this shit, man, this shit is bugged out, man. And the more people stand for this shit, the faster it come in hot. And y'all niggas is just like, yeah, man, sign me up for six of them. Let's do it. Researchers in Mexico have come up with perhaps the dumbest idea yet, hoping to help the coronavirus pandemic. The nose-only COVID mask, which they say solves the problem of having to wear a mask but not being able to eat while wearing one. And this is their solution. <laughs> you know, maybe these researchers should just focus on trying to deliver clean water to their citizens and leave the pandemic stuff to first world countries. But unfortunately, this is not the first time that this idiotic idea has entered into somebody's mind. Last year, somebody in China already started making these masks to, quote, reduce infection risk during mealtimes. I have a really bad feeling that people in the United States might actually start wearing these. <laughs> I could see people walking down the street with one of these or wearing them into restaurants. But wait, there's more. Introducing Nosy, the HEPA filter for your face. Which, I give a 50% wow. chance of being an elaborate prank to try to raise awareness about air pollution. But also, I give it a 50% chance of being real. Because, well, people are this crazy. The goal of Nose right. is to empower people to protect themselves. From the day that I started designing Nosy, the user has always been in the front of my mind. And covering the mouse was never an option. Wow. Oh, my God. Work, I knew that it needed to be effective, fashionable, comfortable, and sustainable. That is why when I approached the team at Aita Designs, we have consciously partnered in creating a design that is out of these things. So myself and Josh, uh, we're both ex-Dyson engineers. Uh, so I used to work on cord-free vacuum cleaners uh, and, I, and robotics as well. So designing around air and seals and that kind of thing, that's really our background. The problem with face masks is that they don't have a great seal around the outside. They're designed for medical environments to stop splashes and things like that. They're, they're not designed to have a perfect seal around the face because everyone's face is different shapes. Um, they generally have small gaps around the outside. And with air, air will always go through the path of least resistance. So the filter media itself has been tested to a certain level. But wow. if air is getting in around the filter itself, you're breathing in that air straight away that hasn't passed through the filter. So the idea with Nosy is that if you're breathing through your nose and we've got a good seal, all of that air that's getting in is going through the filter and is being cleaned by the filter. And we have a two-stage filter that has HEPA and has a carbon filter. So you have different sized particles that are being captured all the way through Nosy. Now, before you They're serious about this totally shit too. It's like, like... A prank. There are actually nose filters for sale on Amazon that people in China buy and use. They're called invisible nasal filters, 
that people literally shove up their nose. Here's one of them, and it even has a nice promotional video. <laughs> wow. It's a HEPA filter for your nose. <laughs> so this product is actually real. Which leads many people to believe that the so it changed colors may also be real. As this guy you on use YouTube it. decided to buy one of the invisible nose filters and give it a review, like a normal product review, which are very popular. On what the fuck? And this is actual filter size. Looks like this from inside. Now I think I have to insert it in my nose. So here it goes. <clears throat> Coming to America. Near you, nigga. Okay, I have fitted them in my nose. You can probably see from here. They're almost invisible. No problem while breathing. I'm able to breathe. There seems to be some sort of filtration going on. So, yes, it is comfortable. Nothing wrong with that. You know what? I'm standing But you still can breathe through your mouth. like I'm green here, but... I'm really like confused. It definitely feels that I am breathing more fresh air. I'm using the large size. I think the medium size will also fit me better. I'll try they that. Come as in like multiple sizes, of course. The... So Nosy has a website with a bunch of models on it, and nobody has uncovered this to be a prank. So, or part of some. Yeah, campaign that means it's good to go. Like you know, air pollution somewhere. So nah, bro. Maybe it is real. They have a Kickstarter page to fundraise for their invention where they have raised over 23,000 British pounds. And it looks like you can actually buy one on their website, benosy.com, mm. along with extra filters or a filter subscription. So you can just get new filters sent to you on a regular basis for just 10 pounds. <laughs> And the supposed founder of the company has a real Instagram account that has been active for years, which doesn't give any indications that it is a joke. So I'm going to have to do more research into this. I give it a 50% chance that it's a joke because, well, it would be quite hilarious, but I give it a 50% chance that crazy, it's real bro. because people are this crazy. Absolutely, Usually when a parody or satire video goes viral. She breathing out her mouth while she wearing that shit. Like. When they don't get the joke, I can tell immediately that it is. But in this case, the jury is still out. Another thing that I need to do more research on to oh, determine man. whether or not it's actually real or a joke is this viral photo of this couple hiking in the woods With. wearing what looked to be coronavirus protective tents. Wow. At this point, I also give Shit this crazy. a 50-50 chance that it might be a joke or it might, might be, be real. real. I, that might be real. are this crazy, and if somebody did this as a joke, it certainly would be hilarious. It would be. After all, if you saw footage of these high school band students practicing in little tents, you'd probably think that it was just a parody, but this is, in fact, real. Wow. Nigga, kids are fucking... Playing a band inside of fucking tents. The, the music is like one third of how loud it, it would actually be if it was just, you know. And speaking of coronavirus cringe, things are getting worse every day. So bad, in fact, that I can't even tell you how bad. You just have to see it for yourself. It's vaccination day. It's vaccination day. It's vaccination day. A 
appointments are open. I'm group four. I don't have to stay here anymore. I'm sick of eating takeout on these plates. The time indoors has got what me the stressed, fuck? but I just checked on CBS. Finally, they're giving me some taste. This man the should fuck? be arrested for subjecting the internet to such debauchery. Thankfully, like. some, however, still have common sense. Like Ted Cruz, who got scolded by a reporter when he was making a statement. How dare you? Uh, yeah, when I'm talking to the TV camera, I'm not going to wear a mask. And all of us have been immunized. So, uh, you're welcome to step away if you like. Yeah, peace, nigga. The whole, the whole point of a vaccine, CDC guidance is what we're following. I guarantee you that reporter's going to be wearing one of those nose masks for the rest Cause of the Because you put a mask life. on. Fuck no, bitch. You can leave. Never gonna end. The liberal pandemic, that is. But we can hope. And if you want to help spread the word and support my channel, get yourself a liberal as a fight care shirt from my online store at markdice.com. Available in a t-shirt, long sleeve, and a hoodie, and a whole bunch. And you already snow for the second time on this show and shit. If you got it from Mark Manson, your boy, 99 cent. You could do that through... PayPal at Mr. PI55. You can do that through Cash App at Mr. PI55. You can do that through civiliantalkpodcast.com and hit the donate button, and that will hook a brother up with three bones. Or you can motherfucker scroll through and see what kind of donation you would like to contribute, and that shit is going to go straight to the show, and that shit is going to help us get our motherfucking merch up for everybody to have, and that is going to be love. I'm thinking about doing uh, episode 175 giveaway to make up for the 150 that i missed thinking about it thinking about it thinking about it yes you already know but uh joe's been hiding has joined the un in calling for global vaccine passports yes the great reset is here the globalist technocrats are officially rolling out the market of beasts as we've warned they would under the gauze of public health uh, Biden joins the U.N. in calling for global vaccine passports. Uh, Alex Jones breaks down the Biden administration collaboration in corporate America on the development of the vaccine passport, i.e. a world government ID that would effectively track and lock you out of society unless you get the experimental COVID-19 vaccination. The Great Reset isn't coming. It's here. Let's do it. It's Sunday, March yeah. 28th. The year is 2021. I'm your host, Alex Jones, and it's now official. A world government, UN-run, planetary ID is being rolled out as we speak. The Bible, every dystopic novel warning of a future authoritarian state, every futurist worth their salt, every common sense person has always understood that once a planetary government is erected and once it brings in a world ID and a world tax and a world army and a world court, it will be able to control every facet of our lives. And now it's here. Communist China is the model of the globalists. They set it up. They gave it one-sided trade deals to build it up. And now its global social credit score, announced six months ago by Xi Jinping, based on a QR code, is being adopted in the state of New York by the mm -hmm. United Kingdom. Mm-hmm by the European Union. And they're all acting like magically all this happened. But I told you back a year ago when they closed all the restaurants, I said, watch. Next, they'll have a QR code instead of a menu claiming it's dangerous to have menus, but really it's there to acclimate you and prepare you. How did I know that? 
because it's in Stanford papers. and Yale and other major it's universities in the, in the U.S., but also Oxford and others in the U.K., were on record being hired over a decade ago to prepare the public for the rollout of this planetary system. So they tie it to having vaccine records, saying you can't travel if you haven't been vaccinated. That's bad enough. But what it really does is establish that global government and gives the U.N. the authority to administer the IDs and then has all the nation states getting on board. And now you see all the PR firms. There's a big Zero Hedge article out on as well. It's on Infowars.com saying, oh, there's just so many different IDs and so many different QR codes and so many different systems and countries for these vaccine passports that we all agree we have to have to reopen. See, we're held hostage all based on a hoax. And so we need the UN to bring in the QR code. And, oh, it's exactly what Xi Jinping proposed. And so China's already done it. We'll follow what they do. Total dystopia from the beginning. Notice they said, oh, get your vaccine. You can travel, not wear a mask, not social distance. Now they say, oh, sorry, you still do. Not until there's a global standard ID system tied to a social credit score. Can anybody have any freedom? And then, of course, next phase in the next year or two, you'll start hearing, we're already seeing it. Oh, if you haven't been vaccinated, if you haven't been vaccinated, you're the reason everybody isn't free to travel still. Exactly. Once they've all had the inoculations, once they're all being tracked, once they've all submitted, they're going to point the 20, 30, 40 percent of people that haven't and said, it's them. They didn't give us herd immunity, even though they're now admitting the vaccine will never protect you. There's constant new mutations. They picked a cold virus because they could never make a vaccine for it because there's too many mutations. They picked a problem they can never fix. And it's also based on the PCR test, which they're standardizing. That's a fraud. So that when they don't want you to be able to travel, they simply say, sorry, the PCR test says you have a new variant or a new virus. So it doesn't matter if you've had 10 Gene therapy inoculations a year. Remember, it was going to be two, then five. I told you it'd be ten a year at least. This is a dystopia. Submitting only makes it worse. We must get our governors. We must get our Congress educated on this and to have them stop going along with it because if they don't, it's game over. Senator Paul attacks Fauci and says, well, these people have had vaccines. We don't need to wear masks. We need to be rewarded. We need to be given our passports. No. Of course, Fauci says, sorry, you never get to anyways, because it's a bear trap. You never get out of it. You don't play along and argue each new point of their fraud with them and show how they lied over and over again. You have to counter them with the fact that it's all a great reset globalist takeover with the U.N. and communist China as the model in their own admissions to lower carbon footprint. And that they're now all admitting in the New York Times Wall Street Journal, London Guardian, that it's a global reset for carbon and we need carbon lockdowns. Mm. That's what this control grid and digital system is, is the global lockdown control system. They admit it is. There's no debate. It's all here. It's biblical. It's dystopic. And the churches are all scrambling to implement it so they can, quote, reopen. Then next comes the chips and the Neuralink. Not with a bang, but with a whimper. The people of the world submitted to United Nations directives on their health, on their right to travel, on how to raise their children. And the UN told us that the family was bad. And the UN told us that capitalism was bad. And the UN told us that they were good and would direct us. There was no discussion or question about who created the UN and who was behind it and how did it have so much power. Sure, it had been in the back of the newspaper that the virus came out of the Wuhan lab, but that was okay. 
didn't matter that Fauci had been involved with Bill Gates actually funding the very virus that was released. Because now there are saviors. And here's the Zero Hedge headline up on InfoWars.com. Here come the global vaccine passports. For businesses who rely on tourism, <laughs> the passport is seen as a route to salvation, close quote. Wow. That's right. You see, it's not the lockdown that caused them to go bankrupt. It's not the fraud of the virus and the global hoax that caused that. No, no, no. If they just submit and, and take the vaccine and have the passport, then they'll be allowed to travel. Then they'll be allowed to trade. But that's not true. It's the global digital passport that's actually the trap. Once it's in place, the restrictions will only intensify. Klaus Schwab, the Davos Group, the UN have all said they want less travel. They want to lower our carbon footprints. They want yearly and bi-yearly global lockdowns to lower our carbon footprint. That's the sick part as they brag about it all. But here's the business owners in the article in Greece. We're pinning our hopes on the vaccines and the COVID pass to the Bullshit. hotel manager. Bullshit. Instead of saying this is a fraud, this is a lie, they counted all the other deaths of other things, this is not very contagious, this is just like the flu, they're teaching us to have phobias of normal activity so that we run into our houses and never leave again, we're all being trained to live on house arrest and be prisoners, all the big tech companies doubled or tripled their profits, China made more billionaires in one year than all billionaires in the rest of the world combined. No, there's no discussion of the takeover, no discussion of how it's an economic war, using fear, using psychological systems, no. It's all just the way forward is submit with your global ID and your global passport. And here's another microcosm example, also on Infowars.com. Belt and Road, China reportedly doubled freight shipping to Europe via Russia and Central Asia before the Suez jam up. So globalists shipped all our jobs to China, and but supposedly America could buy the goods back and then sell them to others, but now that's all over. And since the Suez Canal got jammed up with thousands of ships blocked, they're now reporting that China isn't just going to double, not just quadruple, but quintuple their trade, and that people will then be basically addicted to doing that. There's also a magical shortage in shipping containers. And so, as you can see, those boxcars are perfect. And so now their Belt and Road Initiative is taking over the planet, where J.P. Morgan Chase, Goldman Sachs, and all the globalists have been investing. Because business is over in Europe. Business is over in Australia. Business is over in, in America. the U.S. and Canada. Exactly. And they're going to do everything they can in economic warfare to block us. Isn't it funny that every accident, every disaster, every problem helps China, where the globalists put all their eggs, because they're the authoritarian model of the future? Again, the article's from Sputnik. It's on Infowars.com. Belt and Road. China reportedly doubled freight shipping to Europe via Russia and Central Asia before Suez jam up. And then a Japanese ship just magically wedges itself in there. And there's just no way to fix it. Look forward to take weeks or months. Mm -hmm. This is just the new way of life. Mm -hmm. And that'll further put the U.S. into depression, which Joe Biden is working around the clock to do. You know, we have more than 10 supplement manufacturers that are all the, the highest grade in the U.S., and four of them we can't even get products from anymore. They've just shut down because of COVID and gone bankrupt basically permanently. And that's just an example of the economic warfare America's under. And that's why I tell listeners, you need to get storable food now at preparewithalex.com at the highest quality to lowest prices. why you need to get the supplements. Which is absolutely true. You need your vitamins, your minerals, you need all that shit, you know what I'm saying, in order to survive. What's about to come straight at you? You already know, uh, which reminds me, I need to do some, uh, I need to grab a couple more pills of storable foods. My goddamn self, I normally go to Walmart and shit. They got a good 30 days, one person supply. 
for like 60, 70 bucks, and it's a real good grab and shit. So if you're smart, you're going to grab like three, four of them and shit. I'm actually going, as soon as I've done the show, I'm actually going to grab four more, you know what I'm saying? Because that's what I do. You know what I'm saying? Americans tell uh, shock CNN reporter they won't take the COVID vaccine. I don't trust the government and shit. You know what I mean? No matter where we went, uh, enthusiasm for the uh, vaccine wasn't easy to find, uh, reporter admitted. Uh, an amusing clip from CNN shows a reporter uh, gobsmashed after a restaurant full of people frustrated to raise their hand when asked if they take the COVID-19 vaccine. Does anybody in this restaurant think it's a good idea to take the vaccine? Not a single person responded. You know what I mean? Not a single person uh, here thinks it's a good idea. The reporter asked in disbelief. Completely quiet. You know what? Let's check it out and shit. You know what I'm saying? Because I love it when a motherfucking plan come together. Let's do it. Does anybody in this restaurant think it's a good idea to take the vaccine? Raise your hand if you think it's a good idea. Anyone here is a good idea to take the vaccine? Raise your hand if you think it's a good idea. Not one person here thinks it's a good idea? Complete quiet. Boise City is the county seat of sparsely populated Cimarron County, Oklahoma, where 92% of the voters chose Donald Trump on Election Day, the highest percentage in a state where all 77 counties went for Trump. What do you think about the vaccine? Are you going to take the vaccine? No, sir. Tell me why. Well, I don't trust the government and I don't trust Biden. Chad and Misty Hughes are husband and wife. Neither of them plan to get the vaccine. Just don't want to. Why don't you want to? If you don't mind me asking. Because when I take the flu shot, I usually get the flu, so there's no reason to take it. Are you saying you think you'll get COVID by taking the COVID? Yeah. Probably. Are you... Why are you thinking that the research doesn't He just told you. When you get the flu shot, you get the flu. That's just my choice. These women are sisters. Fuck out of here, bro. They, too, are doubters. Why are you doubtful? They just started rolling them out. Well, yeah, but they... I mean, this has been a worldwide effort by great doctors. claim that the flu can be cured, but still hundreds of thousands of people die from the flu. Well, well, yes, a lot of people die from the flu, but not nearly as much as COVID. This is a horrible pandemic, and this is, like, an amazing... Yo, they ain't got no face masks on. They looking at this nigga like, duh. believe No. I will just agree to disagree on this subject, I guess. I just... I'm just not. I'm not going to take it. What if President Trump came out and was very robust and said... Take the vaccine. Man, I took it, Trump. even though I didn't tell anybody about it. It was kind of done secretly, but I think you should take it. He said it a little bit, but he hasn't been robust about it. If he was robust and said, take it, would you? Nope. No. <laughs> New Yorker. Why would we listen to him either? Did you vote for him? <laughs> he was the best option. No matter where we went, enthusiasm for the vaccine wasn't easy to find. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? And it shouldn't be. And in turn and shit... You know what I'm saying? Arizona governor lifts all mass mandates and COVID restrictions. You know what I'm saying? Let's do it. 
with the Fox Bets Sportsbook whoa, app, you get the whoa. best offers. Fox best Bets, nigga, suck a motherfucking dick. You already know. You know what I'm saying? Arizona Governor uh, Doug Ducey, Republican, has announced an executive order that all COVID restrictions and local mask mandates have been lifted, citing a high number of vaccinations in the state. So it's saying because a lot of people got vaccinated, we can take the motherfucking mask off and shit. Don't you want to take the mask off? Fucking well, real. But without getting a shot. Open. The governor says so, but not everybody's happy about it. Yeah, declining number of infections and hospitalizations prompting Governor Doug Ducey to make some major changes when it comes to business restrictions and mask mandates. So let's take a look at the governor's new executive order revealed today. Events of 50 people or more will no longer need the approval of local governments. Organizers are encouraged required to encourage safety precautions and social distancing. The business guidance now transitions from requirements to recommendations. Instead of businesses, this is important to note, they can continue requiring masks and social distancing. So establishments will generally be able to put their own rules in mm -hmm. place, and you can either like them or not like them, but bars have already been allowed to operate as dine-in at full capacity. They will be allowed to resume regular operations with the ability to require social distancing and masks if they wish. Local mask mandates, they're being phased out. Mask usage is still encouraged, especially in groups that are not vaccinated, though. Fox 10's Bailey Miller is live tonight with Reaction. Bailey, what are people saying about all the changes? Yeah, of course, there's opposition and there's support for this. We spoke with Mayor Kate Gallego. She is opposed to this, saying that it's too early. Doctors also posting about this, saying it's also too early. But Governor Juicy announcing that he's lifting these restrictions after there's been a decline in cases and hospitalizations, as well as the announcement that vaccines are more widely available across the state for those that are 16 and older. But take a listen um, at the opposing sides and supporting. Restrictions are now becoming recommendations in the state of Arizona with Governor Ducey's new executive order announced today. But he's being met with opposition from doctors and the Arizona Health Alliance, saying a downward trend in the virus does not mean it's over. And City of Phoenix Mayor Kate Gallego agrees. But this was far too early and the process that the governor used to make this decision was not inclusive. Mayor Kate Gallego adding that even though we're seeing a decline in cases and an increase in vaccinations, many people have still not been able to get vaccinated. And as for masks, she says they were a big part of curbing the surges in the state and says the governor did not listen to the science. Even the Trump administration pointed out that after Arizona surged this last summer, our mask requirement at the local level reduced the spread and saved lives. On top of all Man, that, the industry, Man. one of the hardest hit during this pandemic, will now be able to resume regular operations, and owners are thrilled about it. A little shocked and excited at the same time. Ryan McKenzie, the owner of McKenzie's Midtown Tavern in Phoenix, took down his barriers at the bar top after Ducey's order today, but he says he will still be operating at 50% capacity. I would rather slow play it and just make sure that the numbers don't start creeping up and everybody's safe and we kind of get out of this oh that's what it that's that's what you came up with she says only 17 percent of arizonans have been vaccinating she says that just illustrates that once again it is too early to open up like this she also did tell me earlier when i spoke with her that she found out about this on social media reporting live in phoenix i'm bailey miller fox 10 news 
You know what I'm saying? And uh, that's how it's going down, folks. You already know. Niggas is coming outside. I walked through a Walmart today seeing a whole family maskless. It, it just warmed my heart so much. You know what I mean? Uh, breaking. President Trump tells Fox News why he supported warp speed, uh, which is fucking idiotic. Uh, president reasons that the globalists would have kept the economy closed forever if mRNA vaccine wasn't developed in record time. You already know. I think he fucking, you know, covering his ass a little bit, but let's do it. And then we're going to get the fuck out of here. You already know. Simultaneously in South Korea, Singapore, the UK and globalist controlled areas like New York City and New York State. They are announcing that you must have vaccine passports to be able to go see a basketball game or football game or rent a car, get in a hotel, and then it will expand to everybody. And then a PCR test will be fraudulently connected to that so they can track and control everything you do. This is the domestic internal passport. This is the global government. Oh, but you don't need any ID to vote. But you've got to every day, everywhere you go, pay huge amounts of money to be tested that you don't have COVID-19 with their fraudulent PCR and that you've had all these deadly vaccines and there's always a new mutation. So now they're saying 10 vaccines a year and they're mRNA. This is the global government. This is the post-human takeover. This is teaching you that humans are unnatural and bad. Mm -hmm. This is teaching us we have to live in bubbles. Yep. This is the post-human New World Order takeover. And the everyone fourth industrial and revolution. No. It's only going to get in worse the words of Klaus Watt. before you submit. And I wish Trump would have woken up and stood against this. But that's too late. Now we've got Biden and the globals to face head on. You know what I'm saying? And it's real. I feel like fucking Trump had the opportunity to, you know what I'm saying? And the crazy part is, is as mad as I am about him creating that war speed shit, it's a double-edged sword because, you know what I mean? Again, the globalists was going to try to smash us underfoot if the fucking vaccine was never created. He pushed Operation Warp Speed and basically waived all the regulations and laws allowing the deployment of this untested system which for decades they couldn't get approved because mRNA gene therapies were causing so many cancers and deaths. That's a fact. And so I speculated on why did President Trump do this? And I said, well, devil's advocate, and again, I'm not supporting what he did, but I think he's a good person. I believe he knows they were going to keep the economy locked down. They were saying two years, four years, six years, ten years, until we got this magic vaccine. And their goal was to keep the economy shut down, to bankrupt the nation, to bankrupt small businesses. Now, Trump should have attacked the fraudulent premise that this was even a deadly virus or that we needed to stay locked down or that social distancing worked or the mask. He should have gone after all of that. And he did at his rallies. Those were places where people didn't wear masks and Trump spoke out against it. But it, it wasn't enough. He kind of had a foot in both worlds. He was standing one foot here, in reality the other foot with the establishment. But... Clearly, I got the fact that he thought if he accelerated the vaccine, that would put them in checkmate and say, okay, now you've got to reopen, instead of him just being the president and calling the fraud out. Well, now he went on Laura Ingram's show Friday night and basically said exactly what I was predicting he had done and said he's very proud of this and he got it done in nine months uh, when they were going to take up to a decade to do it. And it's just like, you know, I built this building in record speed and I built this wall in record speed. And really, that's why people get mad at Trump, because he's making it about him and what he's building. Hey, maybe he built the Death Star in record speed and blows up America. I mean, what does that even mean? So 
A lot of folks are mad at Trump. I've been critical as well, but now we know that indeed that's why he did it, so they would end the lockdown. But now they're saying, does it matter if you have the vaccines? We're not going to end the lockdown because that was always their goal. And to also put out poison vaccines that cause so many illnesses and death, 4,000 deaths in Europe now, the EU's own reporting system says, and they're just conditioning us to have this testing done and to have liability protection. It's insane and it's wrong. And I think Trump's been set up. Because as the deaths from the vaccines come out, and as the illnesses come out down the road, because all the experts say the real problems are going to be down the road. Exactly. the initial deaths and uh, bad reactions. They're going to blame Trump. That's why early on when he said take the vaccine, Kamala Harris, Joe Biden said, oh, no, don't take take that. He recommends it. I kill you. Yeah. But then they took full credit for it. When it starts killing people, which it is. But then they took full credit for it and shit because they fucking... Uh, literally was like, oh, it wasn't no vaccine when we got in there, John. We had to establish all that. It wasn't no plan. We had no vaccine. So, I mean, it's that, uh, uh, in retrospect, they actually, all they did was remove credit from Trump and take on all the credit. So when the blame come down the pipe, they're going to take all the blame. Yeah, they're going to try to push it back to Trump, but it's going to be too hard because they keep taking credit for it. So Trump stepped in it here, uh, but again, I don't think he, he did. did it to be evil. I agree with I that. Know his son Barron got damaged by vaccines, and we've just got to get Trump to turn around on this. But he's he's so proud of it, he may never do it, but now we know why he did it. Not from a point of evil, but from a point of trying to unlock the country. So here's what he had to say on Laura Ingram. You know, they used to say Germany and all these other countries in Europe. Well, you look at them. They're all locked down. They're shut down, and... The virus is hitting them hard and the vaccine isn't doing well. They're not getting now. You know, we came up with the vaccine that was done with my administration. And frankly, me, the FDA is not in love with me because I pushed them at a level that they've never been pushed. But we got a vaccine in nine months, Laura, and it was supposed to take five years. Fauci said it's probably never going to happen. I mean, Fauci was saying three years, four years, five years. A lot of people said 12 years and I got it done in nine months. And it's, uh, you know, it's really a, a great accomplishment. Speaking of, Fauci, We're very proud of it. speaking of Fauci, do you regret giving him so much power early on? No, look, I got along with him fine, but I didn't listen to him too much because he said, don't close it up to China. And I did very early. Don't close it up to Europe. You know, we had the problem with Italy and France. And I did. I closed it up to Europe very, very early. Uh, he said, uh, don't wear a mask. Masks don't work. They're no good. No good. I mean, you know, think of what you look at his the way I look at it. You saw him throw out the first pitch in Washington, right? He is a yeah. better pitcher than he is at what he does. But he's a great promoter. <laughs> and that was a terrible ass throw. It was right. But if you really look, I didn't really listen to him too much because I was doing the opposite of what he was saying. But I mean, frankly, if he were known as. Somebody that was with me all the way, he wouldn't be popular with the media. He's just a media creation. And as usual, Trump does some bad things in the interview, but also some good things. He says Fauci's a fraud. Fauci was a self-promoter. Fauci would say one thing and do another, like not wearing masks in public, just like John Kerry. So again, that's the answer. Go after the frauds. Go after Bill Gates. Go after Bloomberg that was involved. Go after Fauci and the Wuhan lab. Don't let them that set this whole thing up even while the former head of the CDC has come out and said you were right, it came out of Wuhan. Do the victory lap and expose them. Don't let them set you up for what they carried out. Just like they recommended to all these governors put sick people in nursing homes. 
to get death numbers up. Well, that wasn't you. That was them giving those orders. As long as you come out against them, you won't get the blame for it. And those that are behind it are the ones that end up going to jail. But separately, President Trump, I want to play one more clip for you. Listen to your constituents in Ohio and New York and Michigan and, and just everywhere, in South Dakota and Texas and Florida. It's everywhere. CNN has done dozens of these interviews where they go into these towns and they say, hey, why aren't you taking your vaccines? The people say, we don't trust the government because of the past history. And why would they trust them? They lied about the number of deaths. They lied about why people died. Uh, they, they've lied the entire time, the whole history of secret experimentation. This is a clip shows a reporter godsmacked if a restaurant full of people refused to raise their hands when asked if they take the COVID-19 vaccines. Does anybody in this restaurant think it's a good idea to take the vaccine? Nope. Raise your hand if you think it's a good idea. Anyone here is a good idea to take the vaccine? Raise your hand if you think it's a good idea. Not one person here thinks it's a good idea? Nope. Complete quiet. Ladies and gentlemen, these polls are all fake. When you see poll numbers of half the public plan to take the vaccine, that's a lie. I have talked to people, black, white, Hispanic, old, young. Almost all of them don't trust it or planning to not take it. In fact, they hope that no one's going to try to force them to do it. So when you see these announcements that you've got to accept it, that is to bully you into submission. Just read the facts. They now say, oh, there'll be new mutations. This won't protect you. Just like a flu vaccine, just like a cold vaccine. They've never worked. And so they're just expanding this fraud now, but saying you've got to have this for a right to have a job or to travel. This is incredibly dangerous, but it's part of the medicalization or the medical tyranny that's taking over. Now, if you're watching here on the live Sunday show, and not just at Bandai Video, we're about to hand the baton to Jason Jones, formerly of Hawaii, major filmmaker, best-selling author, who is really exposing the tyranny of the ongoing lockdowns, not just in Europe, but here as well. So I hand the baton now to Jason Jones. I'm Alex Jones, and this is the InfoWar. And if you're watching this transmission, you are the resistance. And that's true. We are the resistance. You already should know. I'm going to come back on the other side, close this drawing out and shit, so don't move your motherfucking switch. It's your boy. Hey. You ever want to hear a pissed off person that know the truth about COVID that actually work for the hospitals? <laughs> here go one right here. Ever. It's never been isolated. This is up on the FDA. This is up on the CDC. They've admitted it everywhere. They've fully admitted it. They've admitted that they have fudged all of the death counts. So there is no COVID-19. There's no such thing. They've admitted that. So they're basically, and that the flu has disappeared since the beginning of this. So basically every illness under the sun is being named COVID-19 because the PCR test detects pieces of DNA, RNA, detects shit that just sloughs off, detects sequences that we all have in our body. It triggers for inflammation. It triggers for all this bullshit. So just ramming that thing up your nose alone can cause you to trigger positive. It's ignorance to use the PCR test. The creator of the PCR test himself said that that test should never be used to test for any illness. So if you're too fucking stupid to understand this and you're running out and getting a test, you're an absolute moron if you're like, well, the cases are on the rise because retards are running out and getting <laughs> tests. When in the history of the, the only person they use world retard. has anyone run out and got a test when they have no symptoms? You have no symptoms of... of 
respiratory illness and you're going out and getting tested for a respiratory illness, the moronicy of this shit, retarded <laughs> thinking of people, and then you come down with flu symptoms now, you come down with a cold now, and then you're like, well, you people that won't wear a mask and all you people that won't social distance, it's all your fault. No, it's your fault. It's your fault because you're run down. It's your fault because your immune system is run down. You got anything going on in your body that would cause you to be run down? You got anything going on in your body right now that would cause you to be run down? Or is it that it's cold and flu season right now? Are you one of the stupid fucking retards that's wearing a mask at any point at all? Because that increases your risk of getting sick. Uh I'm a registered nurse with a master's degree, and I will never put a fucking mask on my face or on my child's face, nor will I put us at risk because of your moron retard nonsense. Nor will I social distance, which also lowers immunity. I won't do this stupid shit because you're an idiot. And if you... She spazzed. She 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 spazzed out. I agree with her. And we the fuck back. You already snow, dog. You know what I'm saying? Turn up, man. If you've been fucking, you know what I mean, rocking with us the whole time and shit, man. Thanks for coming out. You know what I mean? Checking out the show. Thanks for Rocking with us and shit. Thanks for trusting us with your information and shit, man. Thanks for checking out civiliantalkpodcast.com. Thanks for donating over there at civiliantalkpodcast.com. Thanks for fucking doing your fucking thing, man. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, people. Like, for real, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, we came a long way. This episode 163. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, we doing this shit. You feel me? Got the website popping and shit. Said, fuck it. They cancel us, they cancel us. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Fuck being scared and shit. You know what I'm saying? You already know. You know what I mean? Thanks for listening to the motherfucking show again, man. It's just, like, very exciting. You know what I mean? Like, I was in in this joint knocked out. You know what I mean? Smoked some of that Thin Widow. That shit put me down. I was tired anyway. We was out all day. You know what I mean? Massless. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, literally came in, sat on the couch and shit. Fucking, we got new furniture and shit. Fucking reclined the chair and shit. We're just chilling. You know what I mean? And fucking, man, that shit turned out exactly how I was supposed to turn out. Real decent. You feel me? So, you know what I mean? You know, please continue to enjoy life and shit. You know what I mean? Please continue to get out there and shit. See the sun. You know what I mean? Take your kids to the park and shit. You know what I fucking... Take them to pump it up. Take them to fucking uh, wherever the fuck Chuck E. Cheese. My kids done been all them places. And they keep going back to those places. Because we don't want life to feel like it changed dramatically for them and shit. You feel me? And now that everybody lifting these mask mandates and shit, you should be more than willing to get the fuck out there and realize for yourself. Because COVID technically ain't going nowhere. You can realize. Remember, it's supposed to be a dark winter and shit. We in the spring now. But it's a fucking... You know what I'm saying? Uh, go out there and test it for yourself, man. Take the mask off. Taste that fresh air, man. That shit fresh. That shit, that shit fresh. You know what I'm saying? Like, get that shit, man. It's a lot less pollution and shit, man. Like, it's a lot more fresh air out there and shit. Let's get it. You know what I'm saying? Don't allow these motherfuckers to keep you locked in and motherfucking scared to fucking come outside. You feel me? Keep your motherfucking head on the swivel. Make sure you pray. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact... 
Father God, thank you for allowing me to wake up to have this motherfucking show and share the information with the people. Father God, please bless and protect everybody that listens to the show. Bless and protect everybody that don't listen to the show. Please be with us all. Please forgive us of our sins. We commit knowingly and unknowingly. And please allow this prayer to repent for the sins of everybody that hasn't repented for their sins, Father God. In your name I pray. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You know what I'm saying? I protest my love. For the Father God and His Son Jesus, but you already know, man. I really want y'all to motherfucking be prosperous and shit, and you know what I mean, and come up in the motherfucking world and shit. You know what I'm saying? The Lord has been blessing me left and right, and I can't wait to experience some of the things I'm planning in the future. It's gonna be great. You know what I'm saying? Please continue to share the show please continue to support the show please continue to sponsor the show you know what i mean all the proceeds that you sponsor the show with go back to the show so shout out to you if you've been sponsoring us from the time you've been listening to the show till now and shit thank you so much we really appreciate that you know what i'm saying it's because of your contributions that we have made it this far thank you so much you know what i'm saying and for everybody that's hesitant on uh i do get the money and shit you know what i'm saying and the money do go back into the show how you think i do these giveaways so if you want part of these giveaways and all that shit you have to step up to the plate and help sponsor the show you know what i'm saying the shit not free you know what i'm saying the shit actually costs we're not getting sponsored by you know big companies and shit we're not doing fucking commercials for anybody yet because motherfuckers don't feel like their business need commercials and shit you know what i'm saying and unfortunately for that that translated that translate into lost revenue and shit you know what I mean? Unfortunately for us. You know, but, you know, it is what it is. And I just hope everybody keep on keeping on and shit. Keep on doing their thing. You know what I'm saying? Keep on getting this motherfucking, this chicken, this cha-ching, you feel me? Keep getting your motherfucking cha-ching. And uh, I love y'all, man. I can't wait to come back and sit with y'all again and shit. You already know. So you already know I'm be out here looking for what's next and shit. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you already know we got any pressing issues, send them Jones on over and shit. I'm going to check them out, you know what I'm saying? And if it's already coming up on the show, then you did a good job because you was paying attention and it's coming up on the show already. And shout out to you for that, you know what I'm saying? And uh, keep getting money, man, you know what I'm saying? And uh, word to the wise, if you got a couple hundred dollars laying around and shit and you don't mind a little bit of noise pollution and shit, I would definitely uh, tell y'all to get into Bitcoin mining and shit. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't necessarily have to mine Bitcoins, but if you get into the mining, that's a nice passive income that'll literally hook you the fuck up and shit. So, shout out to you if you, you know what I'm saying, up on your motherfucking money moves and shit. But, you know, I'm a money man and shit. You know what I'm saying? I gotta keep my mind on the business at the same time. I gotta keep my mind on the motherfucking, my eye on the prize and my mind on making the show better. So keep on motherfucking sharing the show. Please continue to support the show. Please sponsor the show on motherfucking Cash App at MrPI55. And please motherfucking hit us up on motherfucking PayPal at MrPI55. And if you skeptical about doing all that shit, go straight to our website, civiliantalkpodcast.com. CivilianTalkPodcast.com CivilianTalkPodcast.com Go all the way to the bottom and see the donation button Click it 
Put in your information. Hook us the fuck up. Help the motherfucking show continue to thrive to go motherfucking further. But if you really want to get personally at me to make sure I got all that money without motherfucking getting taxed from everybody else and shit, hit me up on motherfucking Cash App or hit me up on motherfucking PayPal and we're going to continue to make the show a better motherfucking show. Y'all ain't snow. I fucking love y'all and remember, it's our show. It's your boy, Mr. P.I. bring you that civilian talk. Please wake up American news because if we don't wake up today, we may not have an America to wake up to tomorrow. And the more I say it, the more it seems apparent that that is likely to come if motherfuckers don't wake the fuck up. Please wake up. Please wake up America News. Waking up America. You already should know. It's your boy, Mr. P.I., man, and I fucking love y'all. Can't wait to be back and shit. You know what I'm saying? Keep your motherfucking head up. Keep your head on the swivel. Motherfucking be kind. Be motherfucking decent to your neighbor and shit. Hold the motherfucking fort down. Don't be no pussy-ass bitch. And stop saying pussy-ass shit. And stop fucking sharing fake news. Because that is for idiot motherfuckers. But, hey, who am I? Who am I? You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to save you from, you know, being humiliated in public and shit. But, you know, you might like humiliation in public and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, keep your motherfucking head up. Keep your shit on the swivel. And again, I fucking love y'all. Remember, it's our show. It's your boy. Yo, when I'm when I'm alone with the group thinking shit, when I when I see a group of the group thinkers and shit, this is all I hear, bro. Conservatives. Not to mention, ridden of the false deity who sought to enslave us. Supposed Americans. Heaven fled! Where are you now? <laughs> My fellow programs, let there be no doubt that our world is a cage no more. For at this moment, the key to the next frontier is finally in our possession! Pedophiles, every fucking body, drag queens, all types of shit. It's the goal, folks. Remember that. Dog, like, George Bush said it the best. And that's all I'm going to say. There's an old saying in Tennessee, I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once, shame on, shame on you. If fool me, we can't get fooled again. And that's what I hear every time Joe Biden speaks. Switch.